Sony wants more acquisitions, more PC games, and that's just some of what came out of the latest earnings report from Sony. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean this is all gaming-related. Sony does have more in the fire than just gaming and just PlayStation, but it does seem like the Activision Blizzard deal potentially being on the rocks and being completely blocked, that is the potential reality, so Sony may be looking to spend more on acquisitions going forward. They're also looking at rolling out more PC games games and hopefully they end up in better shape as the latest ones haven't been so great we don't want things to be on the level of the last of us one pc port i would much rather see the quality hit the god of war 2018 pc port i want to discuss potential acquisitions that sony may be looking at i think there's one company in particular that really fits the bill there are some other suggested companies that i don't think are a good fit and i want to discuss those i also want to look at what are the potential PC games coming out what's on the potential horizon in their lineup what could be coming now I put all of the good info right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for it. it is a live stream so it is a longer video and I do that so that way you can have the good info and then I discuss it with the live audience According to the latest earnings report, Sony wants to increase their acquisition spending and push more games to PC. I'd like to walk through which companies are a good fit for them to scoop up and potentially which games we may see coming to PC next because there are a lot of games that many people are still waiting on, one of those being Ghost of Tsushima. With the Activision Blizzard deal potentially ending in a block in the recent CMA news as well as the UK seemingly supporting that, many other other companies will be looking, I think, to buy studios to prepare for the oncoming merger war. Anything that sort of falls beneath the level of the ABK deal is likely to have a better chance because scooping up studios is quite a bit different than scooping up a publisher. I have three different companies that I want to consider in order of most likely to the most improbable because there have been some pretty crazy ones thrown out there and the games coming to PC I think that we will potentially see in the near future as well as maybe even announced at the PlayStation Showcase this summer so I will end this with thoughts about the PlayStation Showcase and it's still not been officially announced I would imagine they need to announce it very soon I predicted it'll be June 1st the first Thursday it'll give them a week head start of Summer Game Fest so let's discuss the potential acquisitions first There were rumors thrown out about Take-Two, and I think even some people are throwing out rumors about EA. I'm going to address those at the end. I think they're the least likely in the bunch. Sony indicated that they want to increase their acquisition spending by 20% going forward. Now, we don't know if this is all gaming related, but given the landscape, I would imagine some of this is for gaming acquisitions because I think we're headed to a lot of these larger companies trying to scoop up studios because we're getting into the content war as the console war is not really the battlefront anymore. So given that landscape, I do think some of the money that they're increasing for acquisitions will go to game company uh, mergers, game company buyouts. Now, the first and I think best candidate for acquisition is Ubisoft. And I have a variety of reasons 
for thinking this. The first actually relates to Bungie. Ubisoft made it very clear that they would like to remain independent, but that they would entertain offers. This sounds somewhat similar to the deal that Bungie got. Bungie got bought by Sony, and they're basically still remaining independent. Their current and biggest property, Destiny, remains multi-platform. There's even been some interviews that seem to indicate all future Bungie platforms and properties will be multi-platform. They're getting to remain independent, and this means that Ubisoft would likely seek a deal in a similar fashion. Listen, we we want to remain independent, but they're, they're going to entertain offers, and I think Sony would want to snag them. So this is one reason why I think they'd be a good fit. Another reason that I think Ubisoft would be a good snag is The Division. We know that Sony wants live service games. They recently did an interview about what their aims are for live service games. I might end up doing a little bit of a reaction video to that. That might be a shorter upload. I do that here and there on the channel. We know that they want to get into the live service game market and Destiny is to Bungie what Division is to Ubisoft. The ongoing live service shooter that just seemingly won't quit. In fact, reports emerged that support for the Division 2 was meant to end in 2020, but the continued engagement and support from the community, they just outlined the roadmap for year 5 and the end of that roadmap indicates I think that there'll be a year six so in a similar way to destiny the division just won't quit it just kind of keeps on going and I think this makes a great fit for Sony and their existing relationship with Bungie and their plans for more live service games another great reason to snag Ubisoft is Assassin's Creed what better franchise fits with the Sony brand right many people have said that Ghost of Tsushima sort of beat Assassin's Creed to the punch with the Samurai game and it's it's hard to disagree with that so when you look at the, the portfolio and the catalog of Sony and all the people that claim all they make or third-person action-adventure movie games, you know, Assassin's Creed I think is a really, really great fit for the brand, and Ubisoft is very committed to the Assassin's Creed brand. They even seem to have plans for sort of a live service hub with Assassin's Creed Infinity, and they had really good luck with live service with AC Valhalla. I would imagine they've got something in the works for a more long-term plan for Assassin's Creed, so it kind of checks two boxes. You've got the third-person action-adventure style, but then you've got the potential for live service that fits very nicely with Sony's plan, as well as their catalog of games. I could see a great Assassin's Creed live service game being a wonderful combo for PlayStation's future plans. The last reason might seem like a bit of a stretch, but given the recent narrative around this game, I think it's a very, very strong reason to pick up Ubisoft. X Defiant. This game has seemingly gotten beyond the honeymoon phase and the new car smells worn off and it's still getting high praise. Sony has been acquiring shooter studio talent with Deviation, Firewalk, and Bungie. X Defiant would make a great addition. It is apparently being built with Call of Duty Pro's input and feedback. It's setting its sights on some of the things that everybody hated about Modern Warfare 2. Skill-based matchmaking, movement... Those are two big factors where X Defiant is trying to stand apart. They're trying to rectify those complaints that many people have with Call of Duty. It had high viewership and even high praise being lauded at the game. Many think that it could be the next Call of Duty competitor. 
This game to me is a big fat bow on top of Ubisoft that makes it a very great purchase for Sony. And the reason that I would be okay with this acquisition, because I know people are going to run to the comments in this video. I meant to say this in the intro. Buying Ubisoft is not the same as buying Activision Blizzard, okay? If you're going to buy a company, especially one that you remain independent, if they remain independent and their games remain multi-platform, I'm totally fine with that. That's not that's not disruptive to games coming to the market. We wouldn't see things scrapped, right? We didn't see Destiny suddenly ripped off of other platforms. We didn't see future Destiny content ads suddenly taken away and apparently future Bungie platform and property will also be multi-platform so I would be okay with Ubisoft being the company that Sony buys because they would likely fight to remain independent and in staying independent they would keep their games multi-platform this would not be disruptive to the ecosystem I have no desire to fight for an acquisition that would suddenly take games away from the Xbox ecosystem that's not helpful I think first party exclusives are great I think they are typically higher quality they're made for one platform you know they're made for one set of hardware and we have gotten better games I think from first party exclusives so I never want to push for third party exclusivity or timed exclusivity I even criticize the way that they did that with Hogwarts Legacy the next company to consider which I think is less likely though many think this is a shoe win is Square Enix. Some people call them Square Enix. Square Enix is what I've always called them. They already have a strong relationship. Many see this as being practically a given at this point, that like Square Enix will just end up being owned by Sony, but that's precisely why I don't see it happening. Why would you take the risk and the capital on an acquisition that you don't really need to do? Square Enix seems to be committed to the Sony relationship and they really liked building Final Fantasy 16 for the PS5. I'm not saying that this couldn't happen. I just don't see the point. Square Enix is at this point making games that are essentially first party exclusives in spirit. Final Fantasy 16 might as well be a first party PlayStation 5 exclusive with the way that it's been built and the way that it's been marketed. Why do you have to buy them? You already have a really great relationship. There's no reason to take on that risk. Final Fantasy 16 is likely to do well. It may even win awards. And in many ways, it's already associated very deeply with the Sony brand and the PS5. Ownership wouldn't change much in that regard. I could see somebody saying, well, they would like to be able to say, that's our title, we own that title. Most people already kind of think that. If you look at the trailers, if you look at the marketing, if you look at the blogs and the interviews, ownership of Final Fantasy 16 wouldn't suddenly change that narrative it's largely already in place now lastly i need to shoot down two that keep getting thrown around that i just don't think are going to happen take two and ea first take two rumor that came out was just a rumor from a guy that doesn't have a very reliable track record he's just tweeting stuff and making claims right and with the price tag of around 20 billion i don't think sony's gonna take the plunge They tend to target smaller dev companies that they're already working with. If they're going to increase spend and do a bigger purchase, Bungie's probably one of their more recent big purchases, smaller purchases like Firewalk, 150 employees, that doesn't really even register on the Richter scale. They were already working with them anyway. If they're going to increase spending and buy something bigger, I imagine Ubisoft would be a much better fit. Take-Two would be a huge jump in spending and in behavior. That's just not how Sony 
has operated. Many people have tried to run the narrative that Sony was always buying companies and always spending all this money. They have way less money than Microsoft and less studios than Microsoft. So this one would be, I think, very much out of character. Given that Sony is only increasing acquisition spending by about 20%, that wouldn't really be able to account for Take-Two's price tag. I think EA would be in a similar spot. Just a couple of years ago, they bought Codemasters for $1.2 billion, and that was just for like racing games, car games. Like EA would also, I think, be a pretty big price tag, pretty big purchase. And I don't think either of these companies check the boxes that Ubisoft does. I could see, however, some of the increase in spending for acquisitions may be going to exclusivity deals. I don't know if they would use the phrase acquisition for that, but marketing contracts and exclusivity deals, we know that GTA 6 marketing is something that Sony will likely fight for. There was even a rumor in 2020 that Sony was going to spend like $750 million for timed exclusivity of GTA 6. That rumor was shot down, but... I think people were throwing that rumor out hoping it would stick because Sony will likely vie for position on GTA 6. I mean, that will be a very, very big title. And Sony's going to be in a great position to negotiate with their saturation of the market already well on pace to surpass PS4 saturation. And they just continue to look very, very strong in the console space. So... Those are the companies in order from like least probable, I'm sorry, most likely to least probable. I think Ubisoft is the best candidate. Square Enix doesn't really seem even necessary. And then Take-Two and EA just feel out of reach. Now let's consider PC games, right? I know everybody wants to see more PlayStation games come to PC. However, we've got to acknowledge that right now Sony's not looking too hot in the PC port department, all right? Returnal had terrible marketing. They barely mentioned it, and then they had to use Epic Online Services for the co-op, so it got lambasted day one because people thought it was Ghost installing the Epic Game Store. It wasn't, but Steam users are like gremlins. And then The Last of Us Part 1 port was an embarrassment that didn't even really get treated properly in the aftermath. There was no ownership. There was no transparency. That should not have happened. It was a mistreatment of one of their best pieces of property. I have a video coming later today about the Star Wars debacle. But right now, there's games that are out there that look absolutely stunning that many people think these are going to land on PC any day now, right? And I think the first one I want to talk about is one of my favorite games, like, of all time, Ghost of Tsushima. As a huge fan of Ghost of Tsushima, it makes me nervous to consider this one. The recent batch of PC ports is worrying. Not just The Last of Us, but even Jedi Survivor, a multi-platform game, is being described as the worst PC port of the year. But I do think Ghost of Tsushima would be a great fit for PC, And I also think that they would like to do this before or even alongside of a Ghost of Tsushima sequel announcement, similar to how they did it with Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War 2018. Those were sort of handled in that way, right? They're coming to PC. That gets to be kind of the precursor to the sequel announcement. And that leads to the next one. I actually am curious when this one will land, given what just happened, but Horizon Forbidden West. Unless they have any more big DLC plans, I think the recent confirmation of a third game points to the PC port of Horizon Forbidden West probably being up next, mainly because 
The language around the game seems to be like, yep, Horizon Forbidden West is done. We got to put a nice capstone on it with burning shores. Graphically impressive, stunning. It's been highly praised by Digital Foundry. And I would imagine that that's going to lead to a quicker turnaround. I think they're going to speed the rhythm up. I always said 12 months after a game comes out, they'll throw it on PS Plus. And then 18 months after the game comes out, it would land on PC. That would give them a nice window of time to get that value of a big title hitting PS Plus, and then it wouldn't land on PC too early. It would allow it to continue to be a console mover. Every time they restock the market with PS5s, their first-party titles see a big surge in sales because everybody's been kind of waiting to buy them, right? They're like, well, I don't want to buy it. I want to play it on the big dog, which, you know, makes sense now if they are going to increase the rhythm of games coming to pc then my next somewhat wild prediction that many people think is sort of out of step is that god of war ragnarok will be on pc holiday this year that's a prediction that i've been making you could do it in the winter right the 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 winter theme would line up perfectly and it would be really really great for marketing and we know that 12 months is the earliest that something like this could happen herman hull said this in an interview that the earliest you would see a big first party title come to pc was 12 months And if there's a game to bring to PC in 12 to 13 months after its release, it's God of War Ragnarok. When God of War 2018 hit the PC, there was an interview where a developer said they learned a lot when they brought God of War to PC. They actually changed things in the pipeline of the development of God of War Ragnarok. So I have a feeling this will be the fastest PC port to date underneath the Sony umbrella. And with how well God of War 2018 did on PC, it would make great and very sound commercial sense to do it in the shortest window possible, right? So, what does all of this mean for the showcase? Well, the PlayStation Showcase is basically... Not announced officially yet. I kind of thought they were going to try and push out the announcement last week because Microsoft's just not looking hot from their earnings report showing hardware being down 30% to their games not looking good to the CMA blocking the deal. It was kind of time to put the pedal down. Even just this morning, I was tempted to scrap this show and do a Redfall show, but we'll do that show tomorrow. Just wait. Anyways, at this point, it would be an understatement to say that all eyes are looking at the PlayStation Showcase. We recently did a show saying, where is Phase 2? PlayStation Phase 2, PlayStation 5 Phase 2, where is it? When's it going to start? I think we're going to get our answer in the PlayStation Showcase. The first question, I think, is harder to answer. I, you know, Are they going to announce any acquisitions before the Showcase? Well, they basically have one month to do that. I don't think the month of May is a great time to start talking about acquisitions. You know, let the uh, the Activision Blizzard deal get get beat to snot and back, and let's just not talk about acquisitions for a while. It's time to talk about video games, okay? I would love to not have to talk about any more mergers and acquisitions for the rest of my gaming streaming career, but you know, it's been it's been. <laughs> unavoidable okay so i think it's time to talk about video games you know i think it would be nice maybe to have ubisoft included in the showcase so i could see them maybe fight for that one like let's get that one out the door let's get that one lined up so we can have ubisoft at the showcase but i don't think that's a runway to the showcase that would be a good sort of paved 
runway to be talking about acquisitions, right? Yes, people will say, oh, it's okay for Sony to do it. Listen, if you want to buy Bungie-sized studios and keep them independent, that's totally fine. That's not the same as trying to buy Activision Blizzard. Anybody who's comparing acquisitions of Bungie or even potentially Ubisoft to Activision Blizzard... Tell them to invest in a calculator and maybe some community college math courses. The second question I would want to know is, are they going to include PC port announcements at the showcase? I think they will. I see four big sections to the showcase. Number one, your first party titles, right? Spider-Man 2 is is going to be the crown jewel. It's I think that game's going to blow the doors off of this year graphically. The in-house Insomniac engine is wizardry. I don't even know how they do some of the stuff that they do. If you've ever looked at any of the tech breakdowns of all the different modes for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, I, we're going to be in great hands for Spider-Man 2. So that's the first thing they're going to be doing is just, just first party games. The second thing they'll do is incoming second or third party games final fantasy 16 other good relationships with second or third party games games that are in close proximity that aren't necessarily first party exclusives but are great and they have those marketing contracts with some of those titles you know immortals of avium might be there right so that's not a first party title but that's the second part of the showcase the third part of the showcase is going to be hardware I think they're going to want to talk about the unified SKU and the you know the portable drive. That's going to, I think, help lower the price of the PS5 this winter around holiday. I think we see a price drop. PSVR 2, the potential handheld, they'll be hardware you know, potentially at the showcase. Last and certainly not least, I think the fourth thing they're going to want to talk about is PC games, right? If you're mentioning more PC games rolling out in an earnings report, well, then I anticipated being a part of the showcase. It'd be kind of weird to not talk about it. They need to do a better job of marketing, by the way. I'm still angry. I took it very personally, okay, that they didn't give Returnal better treatment. That game should have exploded on PC. It's a rogue, after all. One of the most creative, best rogues you can play, and they treated it like secondhand news. I don't understand why they did that. As a huge fan of Returnal, I'm very disappointed in how they treated that port. I think they need to buckle down on quality after the recent Last of Us embarrassment. Do not treat your property that way. You're not kicking it over to PC just for some extra pennies. That's part of your brand. It's part of your storefront. Do better, right? I think... With the question, will Sony buy Ubisoft? Will they buy Square Enix? How many games are coming to PC and when? Well, for now, it seems we're going to have to wait until the PlayStation Showcase to hear more. Let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. While we wait for any formal announcements about Sony acquisitions and, you know, what's going to get purchased, are they going to be more tech-focused? Are they going to be more game-focused? I just think Ubisoft makes the most sense. I think X Defiant would be a final piece to Ubisoft's audition for the PlayStation spending dollars, right? For now, we're just going to continue to say that Square doesn't seem necessary and Take-Two and EA seem too big. Even if Sony had the money to buy Take-Two or EA, it just doesn't fit with their spending behavior up to this point. They seem to want to have a more intimate relationship with the company before buying them. So if they're going to step out of that behavior, I don't think they're going to reach quite that high. You fly too close to the sun and your wings are going to melt, right? 
What would likely go through, I think, more scrutiny is any deals after the Activision Blizzard deal, right? As long as you stay lower than that, you probably stand a better chance of getting your purchase to go through. And, you know, Ubisoft's not small, but they're certainly not ABK size either. Second thing I want to say is whatever PlayStation games are slated to come to PC next, I hope they get two things right. First, better marketing than Returnal received, and more quality than The Last of Us received. PC Master Race is currently feeling like last place. You're not the Master Race, you're last place. And it's not even your fault. I don't know what's going on with PC ports, but they're abysmal right now. Conclusion. From where I sit, Sony is in a good position to make strategic purchases and slow down a bit. With the recent run of bad PC ports, not just from them, it's time to pump the brakes and tap into your solid porting talent roster. You've got great roster of porting talent. Use them. Don't use Iron Galaxy ever again. I would much prefer smaller acquisitions that focus on good live service or even multi-platform titles. This allows existing first-party studios to keep doing what they do best while expanding the roster of games beyond just the PlayStation ecosystem. In the meantime, I think it's high time for Sony to speak up. Give us a showcase date and get the ball rolling. And that's the show open. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm sweating during the show open. It's that freaking time of year where like you wake up and your house is cold and then it slowly gets warm throughout the day. Ugh, that's like the worst feeling when I'm like mid-monologue and I'm like, I'm sweating. Like, golly. Ugh. Anyway, guys, let's get 200 likes on the video. We're 24 minutes in. Amazing start. And don't you worry. Okay, listen, listen. I need you guys to do something to me. For me. Please do not cannibalize the stream with Redfall. I'm gonna get out the bat, the anvil, and a stick of dynamite tomorrow. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Redfall. Redfall's gonna get it tomorrow. Alright, because I know there's stuff rolling out. Alright, Let's get the coffee sales started. Let's get the members started. We did hit 3,000 members last week. We'll do the Just Dance stream. Um, I don't actually know when we're going to do that, but it'll be. It'll probably be... I don't want to do it this weekend. We'll probably try and do that next weekend on the 12th, but we're down to like 2,800 members, so help us maintain 3,000 members. That's an amazing floor of membership to maintain with Gifteds, or if you've never done a membership before, consider clicking the Join button. With over 600 people here, we should easily have 200 likes on the video. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. That helps more people find this video. So what do you guys think about some of my predictions? What do you think about the acquisitions? I think UB is a fantastic fit. I think PC ports coming are next, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Forbidden West, and God of War, Ragnarok. I think those are the three next ones that we end up seeing. While the UB games wouldn't exactly be exclusive to PlayStation, wouldn't it be concerning to have a huge library of huge open world games that Sony already make? It'll be oversaturated. Here's no 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 no. Hear me out on this, Mike. That's actually a great question, and I I, I want to discuss that. I think that's a good that's a good thing to drill down on. Listen, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine Assassin's Creed being built in the Decima engine? Just hang hang with me on that. Imagine Assassin's Creed being built 
in the Decima engine instead of, I don't know what they're using now. The Decima engine is just beautiful. And look how great it looks for (laughs) Horizon Forbidden West. A $5 tip from Thrifty. Awesome show open. Sony should buy Square. Point blank period. Interesting Ubisoft take. AC needs Sony direction. Listen, they don't need to buy Square because Square's basically first party in spirit. It's like, it's like, why spend the money? Do they need to spend the money? Did they need to lock up Square? I don't think so. Why take on that risk? Why? What, 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 what's the purpose of taking on that risk? It would be my question to anybody think that that's a good purchase. Crinab over on Kick says, no shot, Sony buys Yubi. Vengeance hits 20 months and is a VIP. The VIP member continues to go up. We're at like 200, I believe, uh, 240 VIPs. Keep it going. If we hit 300 VIPs, we'll do something extra special for VIPs on Friday. I got to think of something. Garrett Green with eight months of membership. UB tried to sell themselves, but no one wanted them. Don't see it happening. Square Enix is far more likely. Well, track with me here on that, Garrett. What's UB done ever since they said they'd entertain purchase or they'd entertain offers, but they wanted to remain independent? What have they done? They've scrapped like seven or eight unannounced projects what pray tell do you think was the motivation behind that right makes you a little bit more purchasable makes you a little bit more buyable if you've kind of shrunk down your scope and your potential valuation i don't know if they're scrapping studios but they just canceled a bunch of stuff to me that feels like something's about to happen now, you could say, well, Ubisoft just wants to sink their efforts and their attentions down into, you know, Assassin's Creed and, you know, different different things like that. Listen to me, man. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it felt like they were shrinking down for a buyout. It just, that's what it felt like to me. And you got to consider something, Garrett. They said that. I'm pretty sure when they said, oh, yeah, we'd entertain offers, but we, we would like to remain independent. They said that around the same time Bungie got purchased. I don't think that was a, an accident. Why don't you use donation alerts? Because people listen to this later as a podcast, and I just don't like it being this big chingering sound. I mean, I actually, I could probably turn it on, but then it makes noise. I don't like it. It's just not, it's just not how we operate here. Yo, Kiltson, with eight months in a VIP... VIP streams are awesome. It's worth the upgrade. Creature roasting us and Lono. That's right. You guys don't want to miss that. 25 months and another VIP from Ganks. Happy anniversary, homie. The reforge of your content channel and yourself has been amazing to see. Keep going. Thank you so much, Ganks. Guys, thank you so much for an incredible turnout today. So many people here. And tomorrow will be even bigger, I'm sure. Don't worry. We will get to, we will get to Redfall. I have an upload coming today as well. Um, uh, <laughs> the Jedi Survivor situation. I don't want to discuss that right now. Save it for my upload. That's later. Square sold all their Western studios. Thrifty, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. Creature and I were discussing that back when that happened. It's like, yo, Square Enix is about to get scooped up. They just closed all their Western studios. They're shrinking their valuation. They're making themselves really, you know, buyable by Sony. But then Final Fantasy 16 happened, and I was like, they, why buy them? You don't need to buy them. They just feel like they've shrunk their 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 efforts and their focus 
And yo, what's good, Kale? Good morning over here on Kick. They just, it's like, well, okay, if they're going to shrink themselves down for valuation, then maybe Sony's just holding off because they, they want the ABK deal to be in the spotlight. They don't want to distract from that. But wh- why, why would you, why would you buy them at this point? Like, you don't need to. What's the impetus would be my question. You're thrifty. You're pointing out breadcrumbs that we sniffed out. We sniffed that out a while ago. I said that a while ago. I was like, oh yeah, Square's about to get bought by Sony. They just got rid of their Western studios. But then at the same time, I can't think of an impetus to buy them. Why do you need to buy a company that's focused against efforts in Japan and the Asian market and not focusing on the Western market and basically just made you a first party exclusive? What's the... What do you... You don't need to own them. You you basically do. <laughs> With less risk to Sony, with less risk to PlayStation, you know what I'm saying? They don't have to own them. They don't have to take on that risk. Yo, Graydon coming back in with eight months of membership, and Zybersword coming in with a VIP. Welcome on in. Ubisoft is in Sony's budget range, $3.2 billion. That's another reason why I think Ubi's just such a good fit. They've got live service. They've got shooters. They want to remain independent. They've got X-Defiant. Listen, y'all, don't be sleeping on X Defiant. I think something's happening there. I think something's happening there. You got Call of Duty pros singing the game's praises long after the thing's not a a playable. You can't play it right now. RT says Final Fantasy 16 was a PlayStation, eventually PC from the start of 2020 PS5 November showcase. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't, why do you don't need to buy them? Yo, what's good, Baker? Good to see, good to see you over here on Kick as well. They basically have a solid relationship with them. Now listen, listen. Sony had to wait because of the ABK deal. Uh, I'm square nut job, so I can debate this all day. All right, listen, listen to me, Thrifty. If they're waiting for the ABK deal, they just announced Firewalk. Now you're going to push back and say, well, Firewalk's much smaller. They were already working with Firewalk. And then you're going to push back and you're going to say, Square Enix fits the bill, Lono. Sony likes to buy companies they're already working with. They're already working with them. Look at the PlayStation marketing of Final Fantasy 16. It's a good fit. My gut says no. My gut says no. You, that's a compelling case. That's a compelling argument. I just, I just added to, to Thrifty's argument for him, and I made it as compelling as I could, but I'm like, they don't need to. Why bother? Why spend that kind of capital? You know what I mean? $5 tip from Maxwell. Another cheap studio is CD Projekt Red. Imagine they get UB and CD, and then they make games exclusive on a case-by-case basis. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. What happened to Sony creating? Well, what do you mean what happened to Sony creating? Insomniac just hit 520 employees, up from 400-something. I don't even know how many employees Insomniac had when they were purchased. That's fostering. Gorilla had uh, employee growth and considers to expand. Gorilla's continuing to expand under Sony's ownership, and they're adding more IP. Well, they're adding more games within the IP of Horizon down the line. That's exactly what they're doing. Firewalk Studios, 150 people. They just bought that company. They're already working with them and already working on a game. That's exactly what they're doing. Now, again, if they're going to buy UB, as I said in my show open, I'm okay with it because it would likely be like them buying Bungie. Bungie's not going to suddenly start making first-party property for Sony. They've all but said, all of our future properties multi-platform, we're remaining independent. I want I, I could see UB getting a similar deal. 
that's not concerning Drifty says don't make my arguments before I can make them sorry the show moves too fast for me to wait for you to make good points I knew you were going to go there (laughs) I knew you were going to go there brother you're like I'm a square nut I'm like I know what he's going to say then yeah I know Big Square fans are going to say they're already working with Sony. They have a great relationship with Sony. Sony likes to buy mergers of companies they're already working with. Squares are a great fit. <laughs> Get developers on the rise, not struggling studios. Creature says Ubisoft has Assassin's Creed. AC's right in line with content PlayStation fans love. Ubisoft has live service IP talent. PlayStation wants live service. Ubisoft has potential Call of Duty Challenger. PlayStation wants a Call of Duty Challenger. Ubisoft has classic IP that make great new games and series. PlayStation has money, method, and practices that Ubisoft needs. Ubisoft has pieces PlayStation want and their future expanded content offerings. These two fit like peanut butter and jelly. This is exactly why we think it's Ubi. Right? This is why we think it's Ubisoft, because think about it. Alright, I'm going to take Thrifty's argumentation, and listen. Let's, let's get the members over here going. We're 30 minutes in. Let's go. Let's go. It's a new month. It's May. It's going to be May. We got to get this number up. <laughs> I regret saying that. Anyway, let's take Thrifty's argument, right? Thrifty's saying, dude, Square's a perfect fit. Square shrunk their, their studio count to lower their valuation. No more Western Studios. They're already working with PlayStation. Okay, let's put that up and say that's actually pretty compelling. And then when I look at Yubi, I think Yubi's more compelling. Do you want to know Why? Because Yubi lets them lean into all those things they're trying to lean into, and Square's already basically making first-party games for Sony. They're already making first-party so, so it's like, okay, where are we going to spend our money? Let's spend it on Square. Why? They're already making first-party titles for us. Final Fantasy 16 might as well be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Because it is! It might as well be. There's no reason to spend capital on Square. What's the return? Oh, we'll make games for you. You already are. What do you mean? Well, we get a better royalty share on games the size of Final Fantasy 16, I guess. Lono out here making the audience redundant by arguing for both sides. Yeah, I'm just going to shut down chat. I'll just argue for both sides. You guys just sit back and relax, okay? You guys just take Monday off. Yo, Garrett Green. Garrett Green says, I'll do it. I'll rub the paddles together. Let's get the member count started. Let's do it. We got to maintain 3,000 members. You guys got to come up with something other than just dance streams, by the way. Because if you have 3,000 members halfway through this month, I'll do another incentive. We just got to think of what it is. ABK falling through makes Square less important to acquire for Sony. That's exact. That's a good point too, Bristol. You don't really need to buy Square if ABK doesn't go through. Sony doesn't need to buy From. Sony owns a percentage of From's parent company, and the parent company isn't letting them go. From's parent is the largest Japanese entertainment conglomerate. Yeah, From Software is another fit that doesn't even work. The logistics of all that, it, it doesn't work. They would have no interest in doing it. Sony would have to pay their salary, 20k employees. That's a lot of money. 20k employees. You talking about UB? Hot tub stream at 3k. Oh my, shut up. Nine months from Zach Smith. Welcome back in as a member. Valiance is absolutely not. I can't deal with you trying to make my arguments with a terrible English accent. (laughs) Oh, Valiant. (laughs) 
I would say coffee is better. And then Valiant would say, but tea and crumpets is better. And then I would say, no, it's not. And he would say, yes, it is. And then I would say, no, it's not. <laughs> All of the Brits in chat are like, I don't know why I come here. <laughs> I don't know why I come here. Today, a patch has become available for the PC version of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and tomorrow, 5.2 will also be patching Xbox Series X. We're hard at work. Crashes, crashes, performance improvement. Eh, whatever. We got a video coming today. That'll be perfect timing. Ubi's 20,000 employees, SIE's 4,000 employees. That alone torpedoes the deal. Hmm. Right, but... Yeah, Yubi might be too broad, but here's the thing, Eugene. What if? They, but what if they do the independent purchase? They do the independent purchase. They're like, listen, you're gonna remain independent. We're gonna come behind you, and we're gonna lend you all these things that we're working on. We've got there's that article that you posted today, Eugene, in the chat in the Discord about Herman Holst and uh, Firewalk and live service and why they you know why they went with PlayStation because all the PlayStation can offer them I don't know man what if though this is this is another thing that would have to happen what if all those studio all those all those projects that got canceled that those studios are shut down they just haven't announced it yet. Aren't we on the cusp of massive layoffs? Is Yubi just waiting? We're just now getting out of fiscal reports and earnings reports. So Ubi could basically be getting ready to shut down Shutter and lay off like tons of people. I'm not saying that's going to happen. The WTF Gaming Channel, thank you so much for becoming a member. That's not W that's not the guys from way back when, is it? No, that's somebody else. I was thinking it was WTF Game Nation. That was somebody else on purple. Yo, thank you so much, brand new member. We want to see that, man. In the absence of gifted members, I want to see people clicking that join button on their own the way that WTF Gaming Channel just did. Sony Group has 108,000 employees by 2022. Their website currently says 21,000. I think Tencent will buy UB. Eric with a $2 super chat says Sony should get CD Projekt Red. Uh, what is Sony going to do with Wheel of Fortune? I don't know. What? Why, why would they do with... Who's mentioning Wheel of Fortune? Shelly says Sony doesn't have to buy a studio to get talent either. They might grow them via homegrown built studios like PlayStation Malaysia. If Malaysia Studio proves successful, could build up other countries. Yo, what's good, Super Stua over here on Kick? Thanks for watching. Thanks everybody for renewing your memberships over there on Kick. Guys, today over there on Kick's the day where you could beat YouTube. You could beat them. YouTube's kind of sleeping today on those members. You're welcome. Love yourself. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, WTF Gaming Channel. No one should touch CD Projekt Red. I don't think CD Projekt Red would take a take an offer. Are they? They uh, aren't they like funded a lot of the times by grants in their local and not their local, but their government. I don't know if CD Projekt Red would do that. They self-published The Witcher Three because they got a, like a grant from their government. So I don't know if they would even be 
considering buy. I, they, they are publicly traded, so I don't know. I'm not sure if they'd be able to say no. Darth Nihilus was 16 months and it's a VIP. Welcome back in, Darth. Maybe, but if they were truly independent and needed to be 100% self-sufficient, but at that point, what's the point? Again, Eugene, because from where I sit, that article, thank you so much, Brain Eclipse, for coming back in and being a subscriber over here on Kick. That that live service article that you posted in the Discord, Eugene, it feels to me like PlayStation live service games are going to be very an unconventional approach. And if they take an unconventional approach, then it's 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 possible that they have some sort of a unique deal that they're cooking up with UB similar to their unique deal with Bungie. Maybe Sony's not necessarily interested in, oh yeah, we want to scoop you up and make a bunch of first parties because I don't think some live service games work for first party as we're seeing with Destiny's continuation. Yo, what's good, F the Cat? Sony should buy the studio behind Shatterline, Splitgate, and Hi-Rez. I actually like the idea of buying the guys behind Splitgate. I just, I don't know. When Creature and I were talking about it and we looked at X Defiant, we said, Sony's going to want that. That's, Sony's going to want that. Sony's going to go over there and make an offer to UB just so they can lock down X Defiant and have it be theirs. What does UB have to offer that Sony can't get other ways? The Division, an ongoing live service looter shooter, X Defiant, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed's a great fit for Sony ownership. Yeah, fr- uh, Frankenstein, or I'm, I'm not sure how to say your name. Fran- Francis Stein, we're not talking Redfall today, man. You got to wait until tomorrow. I know you and others are chomping out the bit. Don't worry. I'll bring out Lucille tomorrow, and we will take the bat to that game. We will also be playing it because it deserves to be shown for what it is. But we aren't talking about that today. I had this show planned. I think this discussion's worth having. I don't know if you said this, but Sony could use UBIP for movies and TV shows, and I love a Far Cry movie. That's another good point, is that with the Tom Clancy stuff, man, Sony's Sony's digging the whole, let's take property and make TVs with it. Let's make movies with it, you know? Not TVs, TV shows, sorry. I don't think X Defiant is going to be able to maintain any of its success. Um, it uh, it gets out the date. I don't see why everyone is talking like it's going to be something. They are unproven. Listen, all I'm saying is this. There are moments where there is suddenly a land swell and a tectonic shift because one game just keeps screwing up. We saw this happen with... Warcraft, World of Warcraft, and the surge and the exodus over to Final Fantasy. We have seen this with PUBG and the mass exodus to Fortnite. There are moments where the right game hits at the right time, and everyone's like, you know what? We've given you enough chances, Call of Duty, and we're freaking done. How many? How many COD pros have been dying for this moment of like can we just have something to play that does all the things that we've been asking for don't sleep on X Defiant don't sleep on X Defiant because this could be one of those moments 
I'm not saying it is. I'm saying there is potential. There is potential. PUBG sat around poorly optimized for such a long time and I literally said during a PUBG stream, I used to rage out and get angry. I said, all it's going to take is for a battle royale to land that's better optimized than this and they will lose their crown spot. And I was called an idiot. Oh, you think that? Yeah, you think that? But And I played Fortnite for an hour and I said, this game's going to take over. I had people clipping me, calling me an idiot. Really really similar to what's happening now like when two weeks ago I made a stream that said Redfall looks bad and I had people clipping me and calling me an idiot really similar the same thing happened back then I said listen all of PUBG's flaws can be capitalized on all of Call of Duty's flaws can be capitalized on X-Defiant not having skill-based matchmaking is enough on its own to have a strong pull over COD players at the moment. I'm telling you right now, do not sleep on that game. Don't. It could fall flat on its face in six months. They can't keep it going. They can't update it fast enough. Whoever the frick knows. There's always a litany of reasons that games rise or fall quickly. But I'm telling you right now, in the vein of what they're trying to do, In the vein of what they're trying to do, arena shooter, really tight, you got abilities, you got things you can do to counter, I'm telling you man, that that game's got very, that game's got potential, that game has potential, right conclusion, wrong reason, I'm not sure what you mean, uh... people just don't want to hear the Sony could buy someone like UB for their live service push. I'm going to have to do a video this week about they just did an interview about live service at Sony and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a good video cuz I really like what they're saying. They're not going to I was wrong I think about their approach to live service. I think I had it all backwards. Cheaters could kill it off very quickly. I mean sure, that's always going to be a problem. That's always going to be a potential reality. Cheaters could kill anything quickly, you know what I mean? There was a Far Cry movie, it was low budget. Oh, was there really? Shatterline is the same game as X Defiant. The Division movie director offers hopes to fans. Never mind, it might not happen now. Oh, there was going to be a movie. Got it. Hey, Lono, love the Jackbox stream. It was hilarious. I had so much fun. I love other YouTubers clipping you. Salty goodness. I always feel like, you know what's funny is anytime anybody ever reacts to my content, they're like, it's like a speedrun challenge for how quickly they can show how insecure they are. Like, it, it takes 30 seconds. They'll make fun of my hair. They'll make fun of the fact that I talk with my hands. Uh, maybe they'll make fun of my glasses. Maybe they'll reference how my studio looks. It's like, listen, man. Like, it's always a speed run. It's like, yeah, I'm going to react to this guy's content. And then they don't even make it 60 seconds without showing how insecure they are. I'm like, just react to the content. React to what I'm saying. They, they also consistently, like, the React meta on YouTube, to me, is hilarious. It's hilarious. They mute, they, they pause your video every 20 seconds and put words in your mouth. Like, I had a guy doing that to me the other day. It's like, you're not even letting me talk in the video. You're like, yeah, I was gonna say this. This is basically what he means. And it's like, you're not even reacting to my argumentation, bro. <laughs> My favorite was the one guy that's like, no, he's not intelligent. He's just well-spoken. As he proceeded to contradict himself 
he contradicted himself. He used double negatives. He said like, like, uh, like, like, uh, like, like, uh. He sounded like a record skipping from like a Valley Girl vocabulary education class. I'm like, what are you? Do you belong on the set of Clueless? Like, what is the matter with you? you know, imagine saying somebody's not in- intelligent when you can't even string a sentence together without word fillers. Sony's budget for mergers and acquisitions wasn't for PlayStation, though. It was for the whole company, so I don't think it's noteworthy, TBH. Herman and Jim have their organic growth thing. They'll never buy a publisher. Well, here's the thing, though, Shelly. Here's the thing. If if you're going to say we're going to increase acquisition you know, by 20% in the coming year, and you look at what's going on in the gaming market... I, I don't know about that. It's really it's really hard to believe that that's not gaming related. I'm not saying it's all gaming related. I'm not saying it's all gaming related, but what I am saying is it makes the most sense. <laughs> it makes the most sense for it to be gaming related. Given the landscape and where we're headed, given that Sony said we're going to uh, we're going to be buying more companies. Don't stoop, you're better than that. I'm not stooping. I'm just saying that's what I find entertaining. I actually get excited. I'm like, oh, somebody's going to react to my content. And then they do the same thing every time. It's so disappointing. It's like, get in the ring. Get in the ring, bro. Imagine being excited that you're going to have somebody to spar with. You know? Somebody's going to get in the ring with you and spar with you. And they just sit outside the ring and throw popcorn at you and lame insults. It's like, okay, I thought somebody was actually going to get in the boxing ring. I guess not. Yo, what's good, Lion? With the gaming industry, uh, I wish the gaming industry would stop consolidation. Well, here's the thing. When we covered the Take-Two rumors that came out, whatever that was... When did that happen? Was that a month ago? I can't remember the date. It was maybe a month ago when the rumors came out about Take Two. And it was like, oh my gosh, this this is not what we want to do. I went on record as saying if we enter a buying war and all these platforms feel the pressure to essentially buy everything that's available into the market. just Let's just buy, 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 buy. I was like, that's not going to be good for us. Right. So that's why I think Yubi's the best fit. Because Yubi wants to remain independent. I, I'm not arguing for I, I shot down take two because their price tag's too high. Shot down EA for similar reasons. They don't seem like a good fit. I don't want Sony to counter ABK with their own version of an ABK acquisition. That wouldn't be good for the market. That's why people that are like, oh, but you'd be okay if Sony was doing this. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. In fact, do you know what I wish was going on right now? I wish that Amazon was trying to buy ABK so that I could cover it and be anti-consolidation and not have to listen to two brain-celled morons tell me that I'm a Sony pony. Do you understand? Like, if anybody else was trying to buy ABK, the coverage would be significantly better because then all of a sudden you'd be able to put down your your green axe and these guys over here would put down their blue axe and we could have a conversation about when a company this size wants to buy this much property I don't care who's doing it 
Like, I don't want that level. Are there no benefits to consolidation? Well, that's why I'm saying that level of consolidation, Zubair. There are benefits when you're going to do something like what they did with Bungie or like what they just did recently with Firewalk. Firewalk has 150 employees. They were already making something for Sony anyways. This folds them into the Sony ecosystem. There's an interview about why Firewalk did this and the expertise they're going to be able to tap into. They don't want to grow beyond 150 employees, but now they have all these resources and all this expertise available to them. And they're like, yeah, this is great. This is going to be good for us as a company. But if a company wants to sort of counter ABK with their own ABK, I just don't think that's good for us because what that do is what that's doing is is consolidating power that limits our choice historically. When you consolidate that level of power, internet service providers in America are probably the best example of this. They just stalled out the fiber bill they were supposed to do 10 years ago, and here we sit. Still hasn't happened. I had an AT&T tech tell me three years ago that there was a five-year build order for fiber in my city, and it hasn't happened. Why? Because they're, they're, they're sitting on their hands. They don't need to. So... If, if Amazon was trying to buy a ABK, I would have been able to cover it and not have all these false narratives about my channel and my coverage. Like, that guy's channel is only doing well because he bashes Xbox. And it's like, I got most of my growth from Elden Ring. Shut up. Like, they don't understand that, you know, they live terminally on Twitter and they think going from 400 followers on Twitter to 2,000 is representative of someone's brand growth. And it's like that, but that that's not the reality. But the only reason they're doing that is because their precious daddy, Microsoft, is trying to buy ABK. So if you cover it and you're against it, you're a pony. And so it's like when I come to Sony and I'm thinking, who could they acquire if they're wanting to increase acquisitions, if they're wanting to increase acquisition spending, who would be a great fit? And I'm like, Ubisoft. Ubisoft would be an amazing fit because live service, shooters, Assassin's Creed, X Defiant, oh, and they want to remain independent. That that sounds like a, a wonderful fit to me. That sounds like a match. If I'm trying if I'm playing, you know, matchmaker and we're trying to find a date for, for Sony to the dance, I'm looking at Ubisoft and saying now the only pushback we're getting this morning is that oh Ubisoft's too big. Ubisoft has too many employees. I don't know if that's a good enough pushback. I don't know if we can look at Sony and they're going to, if they're only ever going to acquire studios like Firewalk, I'm totally fine with that too. They, I don't need them to buy UB. It's just a fun discussion to throw out like, who's the potential best fit for a PlayStation acquisition? Who's the best fit? And if, if, the, if it's just going to be continued acquisitions like Firewalk, like smaller studios that they can invest in, I'm totally fine with that too. Love the shirt today. This one's from my kiddos. This one's not from 80s Tees, but you can always, they have a Deadpool collection over there uh, if you guys want to use my code over there. Also, my glasses are from Game Informer, and the member goal is we're an hour in, and we've gotten two new members today. You guys, we slipped from 3,000 members to about 2,800. If you want to maintain 3,000 members this month, you're going to have to get to work. And make sure you're smashing the like button. Hitting the like button is totally free. Uh, If you've never done a membership before on YouTube, we give a lot of great members-only content, and that is something that you can take advantage of. Hit the join button or the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. 
Uh, not sure I trust DC guy though. Oh, Dreamcast guy. Uh, his reviews of games he's only played for like an hour or two. What what what's your issue with Dreamcast guy? I've never had any issue with his coverage of stuff. I've I've found his videos to be quite good. What's up, guy? Dreamcast guy here. Hope you're having a swell day. <laughs> All those employees are actually part of a working structure already. Uh, where is the extra strain on Sony? Yeah, that's what I'm not understanding. I'd push against UB just like I pushed against ABK. So you think UB is too big of an acquisition, even if they remained independent like Bungie? If it was like a very similar deal? How's their overhead being large? Not a good pushback. We literally have said Microsoft buying ABK and firing people is an issue. Yo, Andrew's gonna come in and do a membership. Let's go. Let's go. Why did my, did my I just I think I just turned my mic down. Um I did. I never found Dreamcast guy uh to not put in the hours needed for a review. Yeah, I don't know where you're where, where that's coming from. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't and I don't disagree with what Weezy is saying. Here's the difference, Weeze. Here's the difference. I think. I think the downsizing is going to happen before the acquisition. I think it would happen before. I think I think Ubisoft is already set up right now to shut down a bunch of studios. Look, look at how many projects they canceled. They 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 canceled a ton of projects, and they said that they're going to be like routing those people to current and existing projects that they're working on. I would think that means that a lot of those some of those people are getting laid off. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't I don't think you need to wait for the acquisition to be downsized. I think Microsoft could buy UB but Sony can't. So you think because of Sony's dominance it, w- it would be bad for the market? In my vision of it, they would be buying UB and UB would be remaining independent. Yo, thank you for the 10 spot Vedger. Sony already has issues to fill up calendar year with high-budget AAA exclusives, which all need commercial success. Like many exclusive sales, still clocks. But we need more under Sony's umbrella. I'm not saying we need more. I think so. I think some people might be misunderstanding what's happening today. I'm not advocating for Sony to go out and purchase a bunch of companies. Sony said they're going to increase their acquisition spending. I threw out a handful of possibilities and said, I think UB is the best fit. I think UB has some of the stuff that Sony's looking for. And if it happened, it could be independent the way Bungie is. And if it was, then I'd be okay with it because they'd remain independent and they'd remain, remain multi-platform. I'm not, here, I'm not out here advocating for big buyouts. That's not the equivalent of... Like, I'm not saying that. I'm not suddenly turning into like, oh yeah, guys, let's, I hope Sony can go out here and buy a bunch of companies. I'm on record as being against that. But if they're going to increase acquisition, UB is a good fit and could remain independent, which would not upset a lot of my principles about a buyout, about, about an acquisition. Like the Bungie acquisition hasn't done anything. It's like, yeah, they remain independent. They're going to help us with the live service center for excellence. Problem with purchasing Ubisoft is multifold. The Guillemot family is the largest wall, followed by the French government itself. Sure, and they said they would entertain offers, but they wanted to remain independent. 
Ubisoft's pieces fill PlayStation's gaps. That's all I'm saying. That's exactly why I was compelled to think UB made the most sense. It was like they have a live service game called Division that won't quit so they could bring similar expertise to the table that Bungie's bringing with live service and live service games continuing. They have the AC franchise that they're heavily investing in, live service AC future, and they have X Defiant. Problem with purchasing Ubisoft has already read that. DMA appears to have blocked the merger for the next 10 years. Yeah, I need to do more research on what that says exactly. It, it, it's not blocked for 10 years. It's blocked for 10 years without changes. Right? So if they're going to appeal, they'd have to make changes. I, I, I have a very, I have a very like drive-by pedestrian understanding of that 10-year clause right now. I, I didn't have time to research that this morning. Sony could transfer employees from Yubi to their internal studios. It's a win-win. AJW says, guys, let's get this thing going. We got daily goals for a reason. Every 25, I give five back to the community. And JW says, here's the first five on top of the three. Three people did it on their own. David Langer, Josh, the Virtue, the Virtuivian Man, and Digic, and Mogwai. You guys all got gifted members. Like you said earlier, PlayStation invests almost 100% every year internally, which is a lot better route to take uh, with it all and then expand outwards. They said they were going to increase their acquisition spending. So if you don't think it's Yubi, right, there is the possibility that Sony has zero interest in acquiring more gaming companies. They could be looking at a cloud company. They could be looking at something on the tech side of things. They, th- this could have nothing to do with game companies like Square and UB. This could literally be unrelated. I think it is related. I think they're gearing up for an acquisition war. I think, I think buyouts are on the horizon. We're already seeing what... Uh, did Sega successfully buy Trovio or whatever the name of the company is? Um, or is it Rovio? The company that makes Angry Birds. Did Sega successfully buy them? They acted like they weren't, and then it and then it and then it officially hit the news. Yo, casual grinder coming in with ten gifted members. I want to announce it when he's here, but I'm going to announce it now. Thank you so much for 10 gifted members. Every month we have the Eknor Award to honor Eknor, who was a huge gifted. He, he completely changed the, the, the culture here on the channel. And last year, our top gifting person was Rissick with 190 gifted members. Rissick is the Eknor Award recipient this year. He gets a free bag of coffee. It's not even remotely worth what he brings and what all of you bring with your generosity every single month. Thank you so much, Casual Grinder. Casual Grinder, I can't believe he beat you out, by the way. I thought it was yours for sure. But Rissick beat you out. Quiet Shy Girl, thank you so much for totaling all those gifted members for us. A $2 tip from True Witty. What happened? Just woke up. On a recent earnings report, Sony indicated they'd be increasing their acquisition spending by 20%. We're theorizing who they could potentially buy. They also talked about bringing more PC games to the market. We could talk about that as well. I threw out a couple of games that I think would be the ones that we would hit. Did I say last year? I meant last month. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Last year. Last month. 
every month there's an there's an Eknor award and last month Rissick won it I'm surprised he beat casual grinder uh I understand why you think Yubi's a good fit I don't necessarily agree with the reasons why they'd be a good fit there's too much standing in the way I mean there can be like a bunch of financial logistical or size reasons why it doesn't fit I'm just looking at the market and saying if they're going to set their sights on a big purchase then UB lines up well if they're not looking to do a big purchase they could just do more small purchases the way that they have done with Firewalk you know what I'm saying yes I love Lono and MBG what what do you who's talking about MBG they already invested into ASML as buying 20% out of their shares. ASML semiconductor manufacturer has a patent on the next generation of semiconductors, cloud tech. So, oh, so you see they're investing heavily into cloud. Uh, that's, there was a really good thread on Twitter by Zuby about Zuby Tech about that, about they were, Sony was quietly making moves into cloud. $2 from Maxwell. Imagine they buy Google's cloud gaming tech patents. Um, I let someone get the glory this time (laughs) did Lono say it smells like B in here wait casual didn't you win the month before I think you won the month before didn't you I can't remember who won I think it was casual because he said somebody else could have the coffee yo Aaron with a month of membership in the blue badge I think Sony would go for someone who's in mobile Yubi's a good fit with their live service movies and TVs Sega would be a good fit as well well, don't forget that UB is leaning into mobile. They have Assassin's Creed Jade, which will be the first Assassin's Creed mobile game. Rissick says, thank you. You can gift the coffee to someone who has never tried it. Do we have any members that have never tried the coffee that want to try it? Rissick is, I'm going to let Rissick pick. Let's, let's pick somebody that we know is here, involved in the Discord, like plugged in. Not just like a random that showed up today for the first time. Like, no offense if it's your first day here, but like, if we're gonna if we're gonna pay it forward with a coffee, like from Rissick because he won the award, pick somebody that you you know that that you recognize. Casual last month, he wanted to give me the coffee, but Creature said I can never win anything. That's right. Another mobile studio is a good fit, like Savage. F the cat says me. Raptor says I haven't. Raptor says, one of the biggest things Sony getting Yubi is the Division 2 is still pretty active. Imagine owning two of the biggest open world looter shooter developers out there. That's what I'm saying, Raptor. That's what I'm saying. Look at, look at the chat getting spammed. Everybody's trying to get some free coffee. Microsoft could buy Ikea and win the table console war since they're doing so poorly in the video game console war. <laughs> Capono says, say no to gaming industry consolidation. There's a higher chance to me that Sony will buy deviation or something out of the box, like an EA sports venue thing or some kind of an AI startup. What do you mean? They own deviation, don't they? Or am I thinking of a different studio? Yeah. Deviation games, they already bought them. Yeah, that's already happened. They've got Deviation, Firewalk, and Bungie. Div 2 is trash. 
Div 2 is not trash. Div 2 was meant to have its support cut off three years ago. They just outlined their year five roadmap. Brand new membership to Jay Conklin. I love when people click the join button on their own. If you've never considered pushing the join button, we do all kinds of fun things. Over the weekend, we did a Jackbox community game night on Friday night. Then we did a Star Wars watch party on Saturday night. All members only, hanging out with my wife. It was a blast. They have an exclusive with Deviation. Oh. I thought they owned them. So they're building an exclusive title with Deviation. Okay. So they're doing an exclusive with Deviation. They bought Firewalk, and then they have Bungie in the unique independent ownership thing. They're just publishing the game. So I actually agree with that then. Deviation would make sense. Deviation would be a lot like the Firewalk purchase. Hey, look, you're already making a game for us. Bring it on home, baby. Deviation actually makes good sense. They have a partnership for an exclusive. Sony does not own Deviation. It wouldn't surprise me if they're up next. They're going to do the same thing they did with Firewalk. If the game is good, they'll possibly get firewalked. Right, right, right. That's a weird expression. Firewalked. I was thinking about how brutal I was towards A New Hope. I'm going to bring it up in therapy. <laughs> uh, they're funding the studio and the game. Organic growth, Lono. Shelly, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think some people are misunderstanding. I'm not campaigning for them to buy Yubi. I was entertaining the idea if they're going to increase their acquisition spending and they're going to break from their pattern of buying smaller studios, Yubi would be the one that I think is the best fit. I am I am not I'm not like advocating for or cheering for it to be Yubi. I'm just like Yubi is a really good fit. Right? Did risk? Who did Rissick pick? King Sovereign was seven months at a member plus. They could look in uh, to infrastructure purchase. They bought the EVO event, so games and studios are not the only thing on the table. Oh, for sure, it doesn't have to be a game studio. Given the regulatory situation, I don't see Sony being approved by any large company. Eugene says, like shooter talent from early two thousands, early twenties. That twenty percent. We need to be at 220% if they were buying UB. Let's be real. No, because they had money left over. I don't think you're disagreeing. I'm just yelling stuff. They had, um, Sony has leftover money for acquisition. They have leftover money they haven't used yet. Sony has about 5 billion left for acquisitions before 2024. That's a report from March of this year. 5 billion left. Now, I don't know how much they used with Firewalk, but it ain't that much because that's a 150-employee company, right? Come on. What what do you mean, come on, Jake? Crunch the numbers. If they've got $5 billion sitting around that they haven't used yet, and they're increasing acquisition spending by 20% this year, if most of that's going to gaming, we don't know where it's going. Uh, group reduces investment budget from 5.1 to 3.7. They've lowered it. Okay, so it's down to 3.7, but they're going to increase spending this year? I'm not sure what that means. 
So they lowered the acquisition, or you're saying that's how much they have left. They've what they recrunched the numbers. Eddie with a month, love the shirt, Lono. Thank you. It's three point seven now. Where are you getting that? That's got to be fairly new because this stuff was in March. I've got multiple reports saying five point one billion was left to spend on strategic investments. UB's probably six to seven. UB's not six to seven if they shrink and drop off a bunch of their studios since they canceled like seven projects. Seven or eight unannounced projects got canceled. UB might be on the on the cusp of downsizing significantly. Love the show, but this time you're just wrong. Ubisoft's a much better fit for Microsoft. I don't see anything that would make them enticing for Sony. You don't have to agree with me. I thought my argumentation was pretty sound. They want live service, and Ubi wants to remain independent. That sounds an awful lot like why they targeted Bungie. Live service game, and they got to remain independent. They also have Assassin's Creed. That's a great fit for Sony's brand because it's third-person action adventure, and Ubi's committed to the live service franchise of AC expanding after the success of Valhalla. Last, and certainly not least, don't sleep on X Defiant. Ubi also has X Defiant. And that's a Call of Duty competitor. That's a considered a Call of Duty competitor right now. Why do you think all of a sudden X Defiant, like, rebranded, seemingly got, like, a bunch of push and a bunch of polish? Where'd that come from? Did that come from Yubi? Or did Sony throw them some scratch and say, hey, that you could make that, you could make something of that, make that good. We want a piece of that. I'm not saying that happened, by the way. I'm just saying, to, to say I'm wrong... There's a lot of reasons why Yubi would make a good fit. Yubi's a publisher as well. It's not just a dev. Right. One of the biggest barriers is if the ABK deal successfully gets blocked, the Yubi deal would just look like a smaller ABK. Like, hey, whoa, whoa. You're not trying to buy a Firewalk Studios. You're trying to buy a publisher. We just went through this. We just went through this with Xbox. That's going to be a challenge for Sony to make any big purchases. You could compel me to think that what they're going to do going forward is smaller purchases because if not, if they try to do a big purchase, you're, you're going to end up getting blocked. They're not going to onboard 20,000 people, not Sony's MMO. I said that in the show open. I love how you guys think you're educating me, like so so smarmy and, and condescending. I said that in the show open. I said, this is not Sony's MO. They like to buy smaller studios and invest in them. Eighth time today. This is just a discussion considering if they're going to increase acquisition spending, break from the behavioral pattern of buying small studios, and target a bigger fish, Ubisoft is a fit. You're not educating me on like what Sony's typical you know acquisition target how has sony handled mergers up to this point how has sony fostered talent up to this point it's like seriously like you're, you're talking down to me like i'm some dumb dumb sitting in the room acting like oh yubi's a great fit just because i like ubisoft like come on you're like the third person to try to educate me on this i said it in the show open i said listen they typically like to buy smaller studios they typically like to buy studios they already have a relationship with that's one of the reasons that square enix seems like a great fit because square enix shuttered a lot of their western studios and projects and they're primarily focusing on working with sony right now right that seems like a great fit 
Just my opinion. If it's condescending, that's on you. Just imagine your points now. What do you mean imagine my points now? I I did a 24-minute show open where I articulated what you just stated a moment ago. If you're going to come into one of these talk shows and you're going to try and school me on something, go watch the show open first because you guys do that all the time. You want to come in midstream and like wag a finger in my face. It's like, brother... I did a show opening monologue where I said exactly what you just said. I'm not like in the dark on what Sony and PlayStation typically target for gaming acquisition targets. Like that's not unfamiliar to me. It's in the show open. The differences between Xbox and Sony is track record. Xbox equals Bethesda, scrapped games. Sony equals Bungie, still multi-platform. Yes, and I said that in the show open as well, assumed Parasite. I said this would be an independent purchase. It would be just like Bungie. You would you would keep the plat you would keep everything multi-platform. Eric with a two dollar super chat. You got the bots triggered with Ubisoft? No 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 no. This is not a this is not an X bots versus Sony Pony thing. Don't do that. Uh a VIP from USMC Blade. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you. Uh, say hello to your Brazilian audience. Hello, my Brazilian audience. I can't speak Portuguese, or I would I would say hello in Portuguese. True Witty with a five dollar super chat tip. Uh, I think Square Enix would be better and turn Outriders into a service game. It'd be easy because the games don't well to the competition. What the? Fr- I don't know what the end of that is saying. Repeats what you already said. Checkmate, Lono. I'm agreeing with you. No, yeah, assume Parasite. I knew you were agreeing with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What games that Bungie released uh, since Sony purchased them? I, I'm telling you, there is an, there's at least two interviews out there. I remember reading this. I know I didn't have a fever dream. Bungie said all of their future property, all their future projects would remain multi-platform. Beyond Destiny. Like, I, sw- I swear that's in an interview somewhere. I swear that's in a press briefing. I-, I-, I, didn't- I don't think I dreamed that up. There's no way. I'm confident I read that because I remember being kind of shocked. Like, oh, wow. They're not just talking about Destiny remaining multi-platform. They're talking about, they're- they're talking about future games being multi-platform. Bungie's name will be on the back of a game case that's Sony exclusive before it's all done. I don't know if that's possible, Jake. I'm telling you, that agreement is not just about Destiny. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Square's market cap is six six $6.1 so I'm not sure they could buy them right now. I don't see a reason to take the risk of Square Enix. I said that in my show open. Like they're already they're they're already basically getting uh, a, a first party exclusive in Final Fantasy 16. Yo, Terminal Stupidity with a big one. He pushes us past the daily goal so we can go to the next milestone. I now owe you guys five members. Thank you so much, Terminal Stupidity. It goes to Cliffo, Nitro Fusion, Holly Star, Riddick, Cat, Loco, Drum Man, the Undead Slug, Wept Vermin. Uh, did they say they would or they intended to? I, I can't remember, Zuby. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it went beyond Destiny. Bungie reiterates that Destiny 2 and other games will remain multi-platform. I think, I think Talica just found it. Let me, let me look at this. 
I'm telling you, I know that I read it because everybody kept saying, nope, it's just Destiny. Nope, it's just Destiny. I'm like, I, I'm t- no, I know that I read that it's not just Destiny. Where are they being quoted? Destiny 2 will remain on multiple platforms. Our games will continue to be where our community is wherever they choose to play. That's so generic. I thought it was worded stronger than that. Um, I thought it was worded stronger than that. That's not black and white. I'm, I'm telling you, I swear it was on a freaking website. Here's another one. Uh, we will continue to be self-published, creatively independent for a unified Bungie community. I, it, it was it was it was worded so strongly. It was like, no, it's not just Destiny, future games or something like that. Uh, Nitro Fusion with eight months of membership. Thanks, Lono and Chat for the awesome community interaction and a two dollar tip from True Witty. Uh, Sony competition doesn't buy Square games. I, again, True Witty, I love you. Your 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 super chats aren't making sense. Sony competition doesn't buy Square games. Are you saying that 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 the the, the, co- the competition to Sony don't buy Square Enix games? Is that what you're trying to say? And that means they would have no reason to buy Square Enix. It was stronger than that. Um, our commitment to Destiny Two being a multi-platform game—that's totally fine. We want to maintain the same great experience. Which screen will continue? Uh, and not contain platform exclusives. Every player, okay? Bungie retains full creative independence of our games and our community. Our plans for the Light Dark Saga have not changed. We will continue to be self-published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. We we want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. That's worrisome right there. That phrase is actually worrisome. I swear to frick, I read it on an actual like Bungie website or something where they specifically stated that future titles would be multi-platform. That whole anywhere people play games, that sounds a lot like Phil Spencer. That, That sounds a lot like Phil Spencer to me. That's Bungie talking from their announcement. That that's that's a Bungie quote. We want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. That sounds like that generic. I'm I'm I swear to you, I swear to frick, I read a blog that said it. Discussion of the news suggested is a step towards Tencent acquiring Ubisoft, but Guillemot maintains that the publisher wishes to remain totally independent, adding, uh, that was a big negotiation with Tencent, that we have the right to do whatever we want. Oh, that we can have the right to do whatever we want. Scott Woodford with a month of membership. I remember that quote you're talking about. Uh, maybe it's a Mandela effect. Yeah, it's their version of more screens. That sounds like PlayStation PC and mobile. The wording was pretty strong. We had an article and a video clip. I'm telling you, we had a clip that was like, all future Bungie titles will remain multi-platform. It was like that strong. I swear to you. I swear to you. It was in a fact. It was. That's right. No, Eric is right. It was in a frequently asked questions. It was in a fact. It was on the Bungie website. I swear to you it was. I remember reading it and thinking, that's really strong language. That's because I remember debating. I think I was debating with Creature about this. 
That's before we started overanalyzing every word spoken about platforms. In the above article, it's sort of almost in the last paragraph. It, it was on, on Bungie.net. It was. It was uh, Bungie.net Sony acquisition. Um, here we go. Um, let me see if the word... Um, no, it's not here. It was, I'm telling you, it was a, it was like a frequently asked questions. We remain in charge of our destiny. One, one shared vision. Self-published. Oh, this is the PlayStation thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this might be it. This might be it. No, no. Right here. Bungie has future games in development. This is on the official Bungie website. Bungie has future games in development. Will they now become PlayStation exclusives? No. We want the worlds we are creating to extend anywhere people play games. We will continue to be self-published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Okay, so right here, right here, this does sound hyper-generic, but it's in response to this question. Bungie has future games in development. Will they now become PlayStation exclusives? Now, that doesn't include any games that are not in development. Right? It seems very carefully worded. If you want my personal opinion here, this leaves room for future Bungie titles to be a PlayStation exclusive. It would have to be something that's not in development right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Bungie has future games in development. Will they become PlayStation exclusives? They also said it on Twitter. I DM'd you the link. All right, hang on a second. I think I are. I think. What the frick is that? Uh, I think I already have. The I think I already saw the Twitter one. I think it was also in some respects kind of generic. Uh. I'm not seeing a DM from you. Did you do it to my did you do it to my big account? Yeah, you did. Um I don't know who this is. No, I don't I don't have it from you. It still just mean PC. This one. Destiny 2 will remain on multiple platforms. Our games will continue to be where the community is wherever they choose to play. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's wiggle room there. There is. There's wiggle room there. I thought it was more strongly worded than that. That's not as strongly worded as my memory of it is. That's so funny how your memory can betray you. I swear to frick, I read the sentence. All future Bungie property will remain multi-platform. Like, I swear to frick, I read that. It's so weird that I have that memory and it's a false memory. Check the article. What article? Lono, check. Check what article. An article doesn't... An article's doing the same thing, though. It's just going to quote the official... All it's going to do is quote the official stuff. You're going to do this to me again? This screenshot. 
Yeah, help me out here. I, I went to... Bungie reiterates that Destiny 2 and other games will remain multi-platform. Yeah, but you see, the problem is, the problem is with that, yeah, they're, they're, they're phrasing it, they're phrasing it in a way that Bungie doesn't phrase it, Murph, that's the problem. PlayStation blog, apparently? Oh, it's the PlayStation blog! I was like, dude, I swear to frick, I swear to frick I read this. I know that I did. PlayStation, uh, I can't type like this because I'm like reaching over my stream deck. PlayStation blog, Bungie. Okay. 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 All right. Bungie will remain an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. Bungie's world-class experience in multi-platform development and live service games will help us deliver a version of expanding PlayStation. Okay. Global multimedia company. Yeah. Is it somewhere? Where is it in here? We're getting old Lono. Swear to me. Yeah, I swear to you, I read it. Mm. What if what if we use the word what if we search for the word future? Uh I, I can't remember what it was fra- how it was phrased. Oh, that's it right there. Bungie will remain an independent platform studio and publisher. This means that the current title Destiny 2 and all future titles by Bungie will continue to remain on multiple platforms. Is that in here? That's the phrase I'm remembering right there. That's the one. Where did you pull that from? It's the first sentence? Yeah, but the first sentence doesn't say what he just put in chat. Yeah, them remaining in an independent multi-platform studio doesn't mean they can't make a first-party game. I want the quote... I want the quote that Hollow put in chat. Where did you pull that from, Hollow? Bungie will remain an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. This means that the current title Destiny 2 and all future titles by Bungie will continue to remain on all platforms. Where is that? Is that in the is that in the Bungie blog? Why is it doing that? It's from an interview with Jim Ryan himself. That's the sentence that I remember reading. That sentence that that Hollow put in chat, that's the one cuz it says it, it, that's what remember how I told you it was it went beyond destiny that's what that sentence does this means that the current title destiny 2 and all future titles by Bungie will continue to remain on all platforms multiple platforms doesn't eat multiple consoles but there, it's an equivalencies you bear this means that the current title destiny 2 and all future titles by Bungie that's a group will remain will continue to remain on all platforms. 
they're making a very, very clear connection there with that quote. I'm sure they said only titles that were out or had been bought to the hub to the public eye will remain multi-platform, which are D2 and Matter. Beyond that, no, that's not what they said. No, we just read this. We just read this. Bungie has future games in development. And so there are future games in development we haven't even heard about from them. So no, that's false. See my earlier comment. Um The article is titled Destiny 2 and the future Bungie games will stay cross-platform after Sony purchase. Yeah, I mean, if Jim Ryan is saying that, then that's kind of the end of the matter. If he is the one saying it. It's not some Bungie dev on Twitter saying it. Yo, thank you, Narwaffle, for gifting a membership, and it went to F the cat. Bungie would be dumb to go exclusive. They hard up on money. Buy Bungie still leaves room for Bungie and Sony exclusives. That's a ridiculous thing to assert. Come on. It's not a direct quote. This is the closest I can find to the quote. That's what I'm saying. It is Are these articles saying something that they're not saying? We, we can't find anything official from Sony. We can't find anything official from Bungie that says all future titles. We're finding articles that are saying that after they do an interview. But they're but they're not they're not explicitly stating it. Hang on. Get the frick out of here! These stupid news sites. I don't all that pop up every time. You want alerts? What? Who wants alerts from your site? First thing to say unequivocally is that Bungie will stay an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. Pete Parsons and I have spoken about many things over recent months, and this is one of the first and actual easiest and most straightforward conclusions we reached together. Everybody wants the extremely large Destiny 2 community, whatever platform they're on, to be able to continue to enjoy their Destiny 2 experiences. And that approach... Okay. Oh, right, 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 right here, right here. Right here. That's unequivocal. This is it right here. I think this is... A, I think people are coming to a correct conclusion. Jim Ryan says... Everybody wants the extremely large Destiny 2 community, whatever platform they're on, to be able to continue to enjoy their Destiny 2 experiences. And that approach will apply to future Bungie releases. That's unequivocal. Right? He's saying future Bungie releases are going to follow the same format that we're, that, we're, that we're following with Destiny. That's, that's, that's what he's saying there. Agree that language says it'll be on Xbox. Yes, that means that Destiny 2 and future Bungie releases stay on Xbox. We Bungie will operate autonomously within the Sony Interactive Entertainment Organization. They will continue to publish on other platforms. They will continue to publish on other platforms. Uh, we get the importance of this. We have grown studios organically, but we've also made a number of acquisitions over the years. Whether it's Naughty Dog, Gorilla, Sucker Punch, uh, and most recently Insomniac, we understand how important it is to give the great organizations the space and independence whilst bolstering that with great support when and where they are needed. Yeah, I, I think I think this right here is all you need. Right here. Right here, Jim Ryan is saying... 
Destiny 2 staying multi-platform, and that approach will apply to future Bungie releases. Now, he doesn't use the word all. He just says that approach will apply to future Bungie releases. But then when you come down here, Bungie will operate autonomously, and they will continue to publish on other platforms. Like, I don't I don't know how else you read this. Like, if I if I read that and then I go to the bungie.net frequently asked questions, there does seem to be some wiggle room here. There does. Because Bungie has a very similar answer. They say Bungie has future games in development. Will they become PlayStation exclusives? So, no. We want the worlds we're creating to go anywhere people play games. Okay, but this is only asking about games in development. I, I'm telling you, I think there are... I think there's wiggle room there. I'm having deja vu. This reminds me of when the ABK deal first started and people swearing COD would be exclusive. Companies want money. They want to stay on all platforms. The decision's up to Bungie. Ultimately, yes, the decision is up to Bungie. And I could see a world where Sony incentivizes them to, to you know, to make exclusive, to, to do an exclusive, to do a time exclusive, something of that nature, right? Sony owns them. You can let on Bungie is independent if it helps you sleep at night. I don't understand what you're saying, Paul. Sony owns them by way of a contract, and that contract has terms. Like, (laughs) the contract has terms, and the terms state that they will operate autonomously. They will maintain their independence. So their ownership is only possible because of a contract that stipulates their autonomy within that ownership. I would love to see that contract language, says Zubair. If it's up to Bungie, then it could be wiggle room for a Series S. But that's up to Microsoft, Shelly. That's up to Microsoft. I don't think you can approach the Microsoft ecosystem and leave out the Series S. Could we get a few more likes on the video? We're having a really, really great start to the week and a strong day. Let's get 400 likes. Honestly, we should have 500 likes. There's There's been over 700 people here for close to two hours. That is extremely helpful when we have really, really good like ratio. It helps more people find the video. Series S becomes a bottleneck. They have the freedom to skip the Series S. Okay, you have to understand... Track with me here, Shelly, because I know where you're going, but we can't go there. They can opt to leave Xbox entirely. Now you're on the right track, Shelly. Yo, what's good, Brap? Now you're on the right track. Because they could look at that Series S and say, we would like to skip it. And Microsoft says no. And they say, well, then we're not coming to your ecosystem. If Bungie operates autonomously and they have a future title and they really want to push graphics and they can't do it on the Series S... I'm telling you what, being under that Sony ownership, they might feel a certain kind of way about doing that. Like, oh yeah, we were we were committed to remaining multi-platform, but my gosh, we're going to have to put our game over there and do what to it? 
What if it's the other way? What if the Xbox version is built for the Series S and the better graphics are on the PS5 and the Series X is left for future updates? Inadvertent exclusives. It's already happening. I I told you months, like a month ago when we covered the Baldur's Gate 3 thing and I said, I told you so about the Series S. I said there will be inadvertent PlayStation 5 exclusives because companies are just going to skip the Xbox. Their saturation's bad and they have a bottleneck console. You think companies right now that are trying to leverage ray tracing and better textures and better lighting? I mean, look at what's happening to games when they're not ready. Like, look at what's happening. Cross-platform doesn't mean every console. Sony got EVO. Thoughts on Sony buying Arc System Works? I don't, I can't comment on that. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> Very true. We're done now. We don't want to work on another seven months getting it to work on the Series S. But then Bungie would lose ten or so the ten or so Xbox Series users. That's that's rude. Lono, so the Series S Pro, is it just gonna be a Series X? Oh, I don't think there's gonna be a Series S Pro. That's I don't think that's gonna be a thing. As far as far as I can tell, as far as I can tell, Microsoft is shifting away from console focus. They're shifting away from console focus. They're shifting their focus toward the ecosystem. They're shifting their focus towards PC. There, You watch. The next 12 months, there's going to be a big push. There's going to be a big, big push for them to get a foothold in the uh, in Game Pass on PC. That's what it's going to be. Game Pass on PC is going to be their next big push. Your, your console focus is just going to be lowered. I'm not going to say it's going to be non-existent, but it's going to be lowered. Ardo is now available on Steam. Oh, that was that cool painting-looking game. Uh, let's see here. You can say Bungie is independent from PlayStation. They're not independent from Sony. Paul, they have a contract. Like, that's the point, though. What you're saying is not substantiated. It's pure speculation that there is somehow some sort of a hierarchy that Sony could come in and say, nope, everything's null and void. You only make games for us now. I, I do not think that would be legally tenable. I don't think you can do that. You can't buy a company on the grounds of remaining autonomous and independent and then come back later and pull some Darth Vader pray I don't, you know, alter the deal further. Like, what the frick? ACG broke embargo on Redfall review by accident. He deleted a tweet and said Redfall is one of the worst games of 2023. Oh yeah, tomorrow's gonna be red hot fire. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. You think the Steam Deck scared Microsoft out of the hardware market, especially with their PC Xbox merging plan? I don't think that had a factor, No. Seems like PlayStation might have some wiggle room to use Bungie IP exclusively developed by their own studios. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be just red, red hot. All that stuff coming out early. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to change today's deal because I thought this was a good show. Speculating about acquisitions, speculating about PC games. We, we, we can still talk about that. We can kind of save that as, as the final subject to discuss for today. What games do we think are coming to PC next from PlayStation? 
I think we've established, as Jim Ryan said unequivocally, that Bungie is independent and will work autonomously and will continue to put their games multi-platform. It's up to Bungie. So that doesn't mean that they aren't going to find reasons to, 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 to bump games from other platforms. But as it stands right now, that wouldn't be Sony's decision. That would be Bungie's decision. Perfect image with the $2 super chat. Y'all all Unreal Engine games not working well? Pfft, yeah. I seriously think if a company as important as Bungie responded to, you must include Series S with a then we'll leave, then I say Microsoft would immediately be like, yeah, just kidding, you can just do the Series X. That, that's the thing, Derek. Th- there's not a path forward in that equation that looks good. There, There is not a path forward in that equation that looks good. They either... They either allow a game to be an inadvertent PlayStation 5 exclusive or they allow part of their ecosystem to get skipped. You're you're, you're choosing between a bat and a hockey stick. Both are going to hurt real bad when they hit you in the face. Yo, it's good, Brown Excellence. ACG didn't remove his video. He just marked it private. It's up, just not public. Some of these guys are going to get in trouble. You're messing with Microsoft, bro. They'll they will you you want to get you want to get your channel and your career nuked. Break NDA and and do it against Microsoft, <laughs> bro. I'd be sweating bullets if I was any one of those outlets that broke street date that broke NDA on that embargo. I would be literally sweating bullets because you just broke NDA on a Microsoft owned property. You want to drop an anvil on your career? How do you make that mistake, bro? I'd be I would be absolutely sweating bullets right now. Break an embargo on a Microsoft-owned property, one that's going to be an embarrassment for them. Yeah, good job. Hopefully you have a good lawyer. Do you remember when they first showed Demon Souls and said PC? Why were they advertising there? Demon Souls has to be soon on PC. ACG thought it was 11 a.m. Listen, man, if you're going to make that mistake, I anytime I've ever had an embargo, I double and triple check it. Because I'm like, I, I, I don't want to make even the smallest of studios upset. I'm like double triple check. I go to Google. I do the time conversion. I you know the one time I had like creature double checking. I'm like, dude, double check this. Make sure I'm right. It's tomorrow at this time, right? And we both looked at the email. This is gonna sound confusing, but if Bungie chooses to skip the Series S and pack their bags away from Xbox, they're not really a PS exclusive. They're just not on Xbox, like you said, inadvertent. That's exactly right. I know you don't care for Destiny 2, but did you hear about the streamer who broke NDA with Bungie? Leaked all their content for a few years? Yeah. And then he got caught, and then he lied. And I don't know why he would go on a warpath and call them out, because Bungie is litigious. That's the word, right? Litigious? They like to sue. He's lucky they didn't go after him legally when he started when he started all that fanfare on Twitter, making them look bad. Because they could be like, okay, we'll make it a matter of public record. We'll sue you, and we'll, people can see the documents. Hopefully you have good legal representation and can afford a dadgum retainer. Like, I'm surprised they didn't do that. Because that, 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 that's how Bungie rolls, bro. Trust me. I know firsthand 
They don't like it when you make them look bad in the public. I learned I learned that. I'm surprised they didn't go after him. I really was surprised they didn't do that. Just to be like, look, we'll make it a matter of public record. Because that's what everybody kept saying. We want to see the evidence. So, but I want to talk about games coming to PC. Because that's an aspect of this morning's monologue that we have completely not talked about. I love that. What the force is this for the members recap thumb? That's fantastic creature. <clears throat> so I outlined Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Forbidden West, and Ragnarok. Now in chat, Shelly's saying Demon Souls, you know, coming to PC next or whatever. I think the surprise. PlayStation PC port this year is Ragnarok in December. I think that I think that's going to be like a big surprise thing that they do. Because 2018 did so well on PC, they apparently learned things when they bought God of War to PC and they went and changed pipelines on the development process of Ragnarok. So Ragnarok could come to PC way faster and there is literally nothing you can do to that game no DLC no add-ons no nothing they're not doing anything to it so if there's going to be a game that comes to PC within that 12 to 13 month window it's God of War Ragnarok why didn't he answer the question why didn't who answer what question are you talking about me who are you referring to perfect image I don't want PC, PS games coming to PC if they're going to launch like TLU 1 did. Right. No, I agree with you. I, I said that in my show open. I said they need to do two things with their PC games. Market them better because they screwed Returnal over. And there needs to be better quality. Bro, if you bring Ghost of Tsushima to PC in the state that The Last of Us Part 1 is in, homie, I won't go get Lucille. I won't get a bat. Mm-mm. I'll get a tank. I will get a tank. I will be absolutely... I will be so furious. I will not be taking a bat to that subject. I'll go napalm. I'll be so angry. <laughs> I will be absolutely furious. People think I'm a Sony pony. Yeah, you watch Tsushima. If Tsushima comes to PC in the state that The Last of Us 1 did, bro... You won't see you will not see a Sony pony. You will see rage. Oh, you want me to answer the question why Unreal Engine games not work well? You You think I was like dodging that question? Homie, I don't know. I don't know what the developers are doing. There are Unreal games that run incredibly well. I I don't know I don't know what you want me to say. <clears throat> I love the smell of burnt Tsushima in the morning. Lona, have you noticed that every PS5 only game that comes to PC ends up being a mess? Callisto. That wasn't a PS5 only game. Or Spoken. That wasn't a PS5 only game. Returnal. Returnal was not a mess. Returnal got high praise. Go look at the Digital Foundry reviews. Returnal had some bugs that were patched in the first week. Returnal was not a mess. Returnal got zero marketing. Star Wars... Are you saying the next gen only? Is that what you're saying? Because Callisto was not PS5 only. 
Neither was Star Wars. Star Wars was multi-platform. You're you're saying the next gen games are the ones that's struggling. Not everyone, but a good chunk of them. Well, Callisto has nothing to do with PlayStation. Neither does Forspoken. Those aren't first-party titles. Tlu Part One is totally on PlayStation and Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog Returnal was not a mess when it came. It got high praise. The Digital Foundry breakdown of Returnal is that it's a very good port. It's a very good game. That it, it had some bugs in like the first week that they patched. Callisto and Forspoken are not on PS4. Right, what you're trying to point to is all the games that come to PC that are next-gen only, they seem to be struggling. You linked it to the PS5, and I was like, "That what the frick? That has nothing to do with the PS5. They literally released the wrong version of Callisto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... I, I don't even think of Xbox, my bad, but yeah, the next-gen, as in all the games that aren't on PS4... Well, there's a flaw with what you're saying because Horizon Zero Dawn struggled as well when it first came. It took a while for them to get that one to run well. Days Gone port to PC was solid. God of War 2018 port to PC was solid. And Returnal was a good port. Returnal had something weird the first week that they fixed and Returnal got shredded by the Steam user base because of the Epic Online Store being used for the... um. Uh, for the dadgum co-op and everybody thought that it ghost installed the epic game store epic online services was used for co-op everybody lost their minds it ghost installs epic game store and it got like downvoted day one and it never recovered and what Weezy's saying they didn't market returnal I don't know why you wouldn't market that it's a rogue it's a rogue yeah uncharted was fine uncharted had something with a mouse stutter that I don't know if that ever got fixed yeah, the Spider-Man PC port was great. The Miles Morales PC port was great. And Callisto's on PS4, is it not? Yeah, Callisto's on last gen, so that kind of hurts. That hurts what you're saying. There's a very tenuous trend there, Shelly, not one that I think is substantive. Because Star Wars... Because... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, and Miles Morales were all on PS4. So I... Yeah, I think your point just got... Yeah, yeah. That's been dismantled. That's a dismantled point. There's not a strong trend there at all. That's extremely tenuous. It's not next-gen games that are coming to PC that are struggling. It's not. Like, the... There are plenty of games that are on both ends of that spectrum that did just fine. In fact, the remastered version of Spider-Man is that that's the PS5 version that came to the PC, did it not? Days Gone runs amazing on PC. Yeah, Days Gone was a PS4 and a PS5 title. It's hard because Shelly... On one hand, Shelly's right. Like, a lot of the games that ran fine were on both old and new gen... And a lot of the games that are running poorly are next-gen only. Not all of them, but that seems to be the trend of, like, Jedi Jedi Survivor, next-gen only title. It struggled. Last of Us Part 1, it struggled. But there's not enough to create a pattern, because Returnal was next-gen only, and it was fine. And the, I, I'm, I have a video coming today. I have a theory on what happened with Jedi Survivor. 
Returnal's the only next-gen PS5 only game on PC that ran fine. No, because the the remastered the remastered version of Spider-Man, that's a PS5 only download. There are too many conflating variables. Yeah, th- it's that's hard to make your case. Days Gone's PS4 only. There's not a PS5 update to Days Gone? It just had a frame rate increase. I thought they did something to that game for the PS5. Hang on, I didn't read this. Brown Excellence with three months. Happy May to you and the Reforge family. Hopefully we get some new Spider-Man 2 content soon. Thank you so much, sir. Did I miss any other announcements? Guys, we are... uh... What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to talk about this. Yeah, we've already gotten our 25 member goal for the day. If you hit 50, I got to do more. I gift those during the premiere. I have a premiere today about Jedi Survivor. So don't miss that video. That's going to be a good one. I basically am like, it's a disaster. Who is to blame for this? And I have a theory. Jedi Survivor doesn't need ray tracing performance mode. It's too expensive. Well, devs like ray tracing because it automates work for them. It's not just about looking pretty. It's about speeding up development time. But the Spider-Man and Uncharted remaster isn't a remake built from the ground up for PS5, though, is it? So I don't think that's fair evidence. Yes, there are PS5 versions, but there are no Tilu. Okay, Tilu Part 1 is PS5 only and Returnal's PS5 only. What else do you have to to enumerate your pattern? What other PS5 only titles are going to establish your pattern? Because Jedi Survivor is multi-platform. So you have The Last of Us Part 1 seemingly rushed to market to coalesce with the TV show. And then you have Returnal. Are there any other PS5 only ports right now? Because Survivor runs like garbage everywhere. Funny enough, Survivor seems to run the best on the PS5. Oh no, I envy your hair for your age. Thank you. Yeah, I, I enjoy having this much hair at 42. You think using games like Jedi Survivor is an argument in your favor? I don't think Shelly has an axe to grind. Let's all calm down. I think Shelly was just trying to make an observation that it seems like the next-gen titles are struggling with their PC ports, and the older titles didn't struggle. I think that's the point that Shelly was trying to make. I don't think Shelly's in here grinding an axe. We, 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 let's, we, can, we can tone it down just a little bit. I think Shelly's saying, look at all these older games. Miles is older, Spider-Man is older, Zero Dawn, God of War 2018, Days Gone. These are all older, and they seem like way more stable ports. And then you have newer games that are struggling. Returnal needed patch within the first week. It's fine. Last of Us Part 1, a disaster. Jedi Survivor, a disaster. Newer games, porting to PC, seem seem to be struggling. Yeah, see, Shelly's saying it. Jedi Survivor doesn't have an Xbox One version. What Shelly's trying to say is, it's not anti-PS5. She's saying, listen, the newer titles, the next-gen only titles, they seem to be struggling with their PC ports. But I don't think Jedi Survivor is a great example because it runs poorly everywhere. I think that's just a bad game, Shelly. Shelly, if Survivor ran beautifully and perfectly on PS5 and the Series X, you'd have a case. 
but you don't have a case because it runs bad on those platforms anyway. It would be like using Gotham Knights or Plague Tale Requiem as an example. Those games ran like dog water everywhere. <clears throat> Sackboy ran fine. It wasn't commercially successful because it's primarily a PlayStation property. I don't think people on PC had a clue what it was. Haven't been in the loop since watching your gameplay. What's one of the glaring issues? Frame stutters, frame drops, screen tearing, game crashes, resolution that looks like a Nintendo 64 game at times. Ghost of Tsushima needs to be ported to PC. Is that confirmed now? No. We're speculating what games would come next, and Shelly threw out a, a what for. Shelly's just making the observation that the newer games that are leaving behind old gen are struggling on their PC ports. Shelly, I think we can have correlation here and not causation. Because correlation here would be if you're leaving behind old gen, you're going to be doing newer, newer things, newer tech, and pushing the envelope. Those are going to be games that are prone to not porting well and struggling. Does that make sense? <clears throat> not an excuse. I'm just saying those games are more likely to have issues with their port because it's a bunch of newer stuff. They're more ambitious. I did see the issues with Jedi Survivor on my PS5, yes. Gotham Knights and Requiem are next-gen games that also fit my next-gen bad PC ports. Just because they suck on console 2 doesn't invalidate my point. It's not that it invalidates it. It's, it's, I think this falls into correlations, not causation. Or maybe it is causation because the correlating fact is these are all games trying to do next-gen stuff, next-gen lighting, next-gen textures, and that's that's creating a causality. They're trying to port it and they're struggling because they're maybe they did too much, maybe they were too ambitious. M- many of us speculated that specifically with like Plague Tale and Gotham, it was something with the lighting that just made them run bad. And then when you bring it to PC, it's baked into the crust. Like, you're trying to port a bad game. It invalidates your point because you're trying to use PC as the cause of the issue when it performs terribly everywhere. I don't think she's saying PC is the issue, Wheezy. She's linking it to them being next-gen games. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all are in, in like a, y'all are in a reaction state. Come back down here and dialogue with what Shelly's saying. Shelly isn't saying PC's to blame. She's saying the next-gen games seem to be the blame. Games that attempt to leave behind old-gen aren't porting well to PC. I've said that like five different times. That's the general crux, I believe, is what Shelly is driving at. Shelly's not blaming PC. Next-gen titles are struggling with PC ports because when you crank settings and features and then you don't take the time to optimize... There's a bazillion configurations will explode. Yeah, which I think Shelly's observation is then sound. We've come up with an answer to Shelly's inquiry. Why are all these next-gen games struggling with their PC ports? There's your answer. So she's observing a pattern, and we're we're affirming the pattern by saying, well, yeah, all these next-gen games aren't optimized well. They cranked everything up to 11, and then you bring it over to PC, 
and it's it's running bad everywhere. So of course the PC port's going to be bad. If anything, the PC ports are worse. Could Ratchet and Clank finally come to PC? I'm not sure. Lono is correct. It's not impossible, but it's a huge ask. Spider-Man Remastered is a good example of that. Originally, it's a PS4 game remastered to PS5, but still demanding on the PC and the CPU. I blame the Series S. Jelly says, I'm just saying, the next-gen games, list the next-gen games, and all of them on PC are also 90% bad. Returnal was given a pass. Gotham to Jedi, Forspoken to Tilu. There's a pattern emerging. As we get more, this list grows. Right. Shelly's just pointing out that the next gen, the next gen trajectory right now is that the next gen titles come to PC and they run and they're ported poorly. What's the reason? They're not all in the same engine. We can't blame an engine. Elu's not in the same engine as Jedi. Survivor. They're not in the same engine. Are I don't think they are, are they? What's Tilu what's Tilu's engine? Because isn't Jedi Unreal? Recent PC ports have been awful. Blaming PC gaming in itself would be an easy out. I think cranking the games up to levels that no platform can handle is the problem. It has nothing to do with the consoles, though, just to be clear. I don't think, I think we're just a little bit on guard for like finger pointing and blaming. I don't think Shelly's trying to blame a particular platform because you guys started defending the PS5 and she clarified and says, I'm not talking about the PS5. I'm talking about next gen games. And then you thought she was trying to blame PC. I don't think she's trying to blame PC. She's trying to get to what's going on. What's happening. Recent PC ports have been awful. Um, hang on um, <clears throat> only thing that's unique to next gen games or SSDs in my opinion maybe it's something to do with developing SSD I don't think it's SSDs. I think with Survivor, I think it's a it's a texture thing. I think they did something funky with the textures. I don't know what they did, but I think they did something funky with the textures. I, why is the game install so dadgum big? Like it's like you didn't optimize the textures, so they're all big, fat, heavy load times, and. What are, you, what are you doing? Why are you making all the... T- why Why is the game install that big? Why? My my gut says they did something weird with, with textures. Look at how fast Survivor's being patched. It's solely a time thing. Oh, no, yeah. My theory today goes beyond textures. The timing? I'm going to tell you who to blame, and I'll tell you in my upload today. I'm gonna tell you who's at fault, and I don't think it's—I don't think it's a, a hard stone to throw. I think it's an easy stone to throw. They're terribly optimized games. It has nothing to do with SSDs. Yeah, I don't think it's SSDs. I don't think they've optimized the textures in Survivor like at all. 
Jedi Survivor ran at 48 to 58 FPS on my PC. PC's not able to stream in the data fast enough. Shelly says, all these next-gen games were made with SSDs in mind, and that's something that translates to PC. I don't know, maybe the reason they all suck in some technical thing to do with how they make for SSD. Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with PC problems. The PC problems aren't, like, answered by an SSD. Drifty says, it's because devs are trying to do more because the consoles can handle more of this gen. The problem lies in the fact that PC ports need to test more now than they have because they have more features. The Series S is to blame... Listen, the conversation that we're having right now is exactly why you should be worried about the Series S this generation. Because the, the these developers are trying to push the envelope. They're trying to put as much as they can into these games. And it makes them struggle. They can't come to market as fast as they want. And when they come to market, they're not ready. Look at the Redfall gameplay footage. Look at Survivor. These games aren't ready. Now, I don't even see anything next-gen in Redfall. I don't know what the frick happened with that game. Basically, Lono says Shelly, if a game is announced for PS4 and PS5 and PC, I feel a lot more confident in the PC port than if it's a PS5 and PC. No, I get what you're saying. You're not grinding an axe. And listen... We're being, we're just, we're, we're, we're too quick to, to react strongly to people. We're not in a, we're not in a toxic fanboy stream today. Some of you guys need to turn the volume down. Like, Jelly's just speculating about stuff. She said, maybe it's SSD. She's, she's just throwing ideas out there. She's not arguing. She's not asserting. She's not, she's not making statements in bad faith. Some of y'all need to chill, chill, chill. Like, chill daddy. Respawn wouldn't be required uh, to maintain Series X, Series S parity, would they? Couldn't they just 460 on the X and 30 on the S? Yeah, but see, Sven, I just don't think it's that simple. I don't think it's as simple as like, yeah, launch your next-gen only game and just turn stuff down for the Series S. I, I When you have a memory bottleneck, Sven, that is not a, a simple solution. According to two lead directors two lead developers at, at id software the guys who make doom they're like it's not that simple when you have a memory bottleneck like that you can't just like turn settings down you've got to literally start you've got to go to the s first i don't appreciate your disparaging remarks about the series s it's been a fine desk ornament for the past four months yeah survivors 30 fps on the s 108030 30 it's going to stay there by the way there's no optimization patch out of that gutter. Jelly says, I'm not taking them personally. Y'all need to relax. I'm just spitballing. I do believe that this next gen game pattern, and I do think we'll get more games that will continue this to hap- that'll continue to happen. Titanfall 2 was released at 60 FPS on the PS4 based console. It was 1080 with no ray tracing or 4K textures. Respawn made this also. Yeah, Respawn and the makers of Doom. These are these are companies these are companies that know they know how to they know how to optimize. They've they've shown it time and time again. Time and time again they've shown they know how to optimize games. You know. Um 
Oh no. Hang on. Let me get out of here. Seriously, it was the point of the X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Alright. Reuse this. Is this the right stuff? Yeah. Um $2 from WTF Gaming Channel. What are you uh, explaining the... Why are you explaining this to Simpletons? I'm not explaining anything to Simpletons. Don't insult the people in chat. There's no reason to do that. We're having a discussion. Um, there it is. Uh, members. Members. Point of the X is to have a disk drive. We're going to look back in 10 years and ask what in the heck Microsoft was thinking with the S. Have you seen the new interview by Herman? Yes, I have. I'll be probably reading through that as an upload. That'll probably be an upload for tomorrow. Chat need a snack? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just think people are a little bit... Um, in light of the recent things we've had to cover, I just think people are a little bit on guard. Like, they hear somebody saying something and they assume malintent or, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just think we're maybe a little bit too on guard and a little bit too, you know, sharp. You know, that's all. I don't think, I don't think anybody's being mean or unkind. I just think we're a little, we're a little jumpy. We're a little froggy. That's all. We're a little jumpy because, you know, we've spent a couple of weeks having people try to cave my head in because I'm not towing the party line and they're all really angry that the planets are aligning because I said Redfall looks bad. I said the ABK deal wasn't done. Like, you know, it's. It's good it's good to be right right now, but it also leads to a lot of personal attacks and a lot of toxicity. So I just think some people are a little jumpy, you know. Sony aims to sell 25 million PS5 units in April. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, 25 million by April. I was like, in April? I'm like, I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> I misread that headline. I was like, wait, how do they intend to do that? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, 25 million, baby. <laughs> in a whole month. Yeah, I'm not sure how, but they're going to. Redfall does look bad. You're telling the truth. I don't know why you're acting as anyone did. All I ask for is a good game to play on PC. Is Armored Core on PS4? Because if it is, GG guys, you'll get a good PC port. I think Microsoft will get around the 10-year thing. I haven't researched it enough. My very pedestrian armchair understanding of that 10-year clause is they can't just like appeal and leave the deal as is. They would have to alter they'd have to make significant revisions 
the deal as they submitted it is blocked for 10 years unless they make significant changes to it. That's my that's my drive-by armchair understanding. Like I don't like commentating on stuff I haven't, you know, vetted and and and, and researched fully cuz all these, you know, douche wagons on Twitter are going to clip me out of context and be like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. This one time he commented on something cuz he hadn't researched it yet. Like I I don't like commentating on stuff until I fully researched it. But my my drive-by understanding is the 10-year block it's not a 10-year block that people think it is. It's like, you would need to make alterations to the deal for us to even reconsider it. Or, this deal as it stands is blocked for 10 years. The 25 million goal seems way more doable, given the PS5 will drop to the price of the digital version when they get rid of that disk drive. Um, they stand a good chance to sell 25 million. LOL to people thinking this next year is a down year. Eugene, we're getting the DLC in Spider-Man. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that Final Fantasy 16 is basically a first-party property, but we're we're getting a DLC and we're getting Spider-Man. Like, come on, we 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 we've got to be we've got to be honest here about this. Feel this is a thinner year. They literally said in one of their earnings calls or something recently, something came out that like Spider-Man's basically it for the big the big first-party AAA releases this year. That's it. That's what we're getting. I I don't think it's bad to say that's 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 a thinner that's a thinner year than people were probably expecting. We got Forbidden West. And God of War last year, we're getting we're getting less than that this year from the first party. We are, nah, more than that. No, mm-mm. I, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to end up being right on this. They said it in an earnings thing. I saw the report. They basically said Spider Man's it. Spider Man's been confirmed as later as Friday afternoon. Oh, are people trying to say Spider Man is not coming? They were saying that the big first-party AAA offerings this year, that Spider-Man's basically it. Oh, people were saying it'd be a financially down year. Sony confirms Spider-Man 2 is it for AAA. Where is the report? Um... it It was like a recent thing where they basically were like, this is it. This is it for our big first party AAA. No more AAA this year. Third party's filling that gap. No, and that's fine. When we did our PlayStation Showcase stream, I said that. I was like, I think that Spider-Man's it for this year. I don't think we're I don't think they have any surprise things in their back pocket. Ultimately, if more games come to PC in the state of TLU Part 1, you can keep your games on PS5. Maybe that'll give me a reason to turn it on. I can't imagine they, they, they make that mistake again. With PlayStation's commitment to quality, I, I, I seriously cannot imagine they do that again. Can't imagine. The Sony quote isn't first-party games, it's first-party sales, which doesn't discount free live games from first-party, just saying. I don't know the exact quote, Shelly. So what you're saying is that TLU factions could still be coming, is what you're saying to me.
Hmm. Agree there's no other first party games coming 2023. You can't see that happening again? I can? Mm-mm. No. I think The Last of Us Part 1 was a unique situation because of the television show. I think... I think they rushed. I think they rushed that to market, which meant they went with Hol- they went with um, Iron Galaxy instead of a better porting studio. They have great porting talent. I don't think that happens again. I don't. No way. Now, it could happen again if they do the same stupid thing of like, oh well, this TV show is doing really well. Let's bring this thing to PC more quickly. But like, I can't see it happening with Ragnarok because they ported. Ragnarok 2018 and it was rock solid Ragnarok's built on the same architecture and they even said they made changes to the pipeline of developing Ragnarok so it will come to PC faster and arguably better in a a more stable state right I, I don't think it'll happen to Ragnarok I don't think it'll happen to Forbidden West because again the core of Forbidden West has already been moved with Zero Dawn Tsushima what engine is Tsushima on I actually don't know. Um, Ghost of Tsushima engine. Um, I don't know if we... Do we know what engine they put it on? Oh, it's Ghost of Tsushima is on a proprietary engine. Okay, that's a toss-up then. That's a toss-up. So I don't know... I don't know then what they would, what they would maybe be, potentially be able to do with Tsushima. To be honest, I think they'd be dumb for Sony to drop additional first-party titles this year. Where would you put them? This year has been and will continue to be stacked. You also have to consider how well God of War 2018 did on PC commercially. God of War Ragnarok landing on PC in December would be a huge win for them. Ragnarok's a massive title, and it landing on PC would be a big, big win for them. Like, I don't think... They don't view it the way that we view it. They're not solely committed to like everything's about the PS5 anymore there's also going to be a rhythm of PC games oh they make the next Tsushima on UE5 I don't hope for that no why would you go to UE5 your proprietary engine it it looks and runs great are you kidding me Look, look at the director's cut of Tsushima on the PS5 they don't need to switch engines for crying out loud, Unreal 5's nice, but it's not a magic wand. We don't need to put every game in Unreal 5. And I'm somebody who who likes Unreal 5 and thinks it's very promising. But Tsushima's in a proprietary engine. You would you you would lose how good it feels and looks if you suddenly went to another engine. Ghost of Tsushima, Forbidden West, and Ragnarok. I think those are the next big three. I do. Yeah, I think we might get Tsushima first. And then Forbidden West, and then Ragnarok. Forbidden West, there's no reason to hold Forbidden West now back back at this point. The DLC's out. It's done. What am I going to give money for to for Sony this year, except for Spider-Man? Uh, um, Final Fantasy 16, maybe. Facts, good words. You also still need talent to fully utilize the engine. Yeah, you've got Sucker Punch 
with their own proprietary engine? Why would you make them all suddenly have to learn a new engine and port all their assets? That would be incredibly stupid. I'm not trying to be mean and dismissive, but I don't think you understand what it, what it would entail to switch to a completely different engine. They're not going to be going up from like UE4 to UE5. That's different. That's different. Sucker Punch has their own proprietary engine. Insomniac has their own proprietary engine. Brother, keep using those engines because your games look amazing. You don't need to convert your entire staff, licenses, all your assets and everything over to UE5. Why? You can, you know, what, put a little bit more sweat beads on, on Jin's face? Like, that's... I was using UE5 a bad thing. Nobody said it's a bad thing. You're you're not listening to what I'm saying. The the task of porting to UE5 wouldn't make any sense. Why would you do that? What's the impetus? Tsushima looks amazing. Sucker Punch uses their own proprietary engine, which means their efficiency and their ability to crank out another game is on like a level 10. You're going to ratchet that all the way down. They got to port everything over to a new engine and and rebuild everything. That would be terrible. Those engines are literally built around PlayStation architecture. Right, like, UE5 is a perfectly good engine. It looks awesome. Like, Hellblade 2 looks really promising. But, like, if you have an engine built around the architecture of the PlayStation, and then you go to the UE engine, which is a more general engine, that doesn't make any sense. We gotta get out of here, by the way. I'm gonna gift you guys the five members that I owe you in this premiere that I'm gonna send you to. I'm asking the question, who's to blame for Jedi Survivor... I've got an interesting theory. I want you to hear me out. Click the link in the chat to go over to this premiere or ride the redirect. Guys, click the like button on this video as we come to an end. We only need 10 more likes to hit 500. Let's get 500 likes on this live stream. Let's go check out this Jedi Survivor video, and then there'll be a debrief after for members. So click the link in chat or ride the redirect. I want you to hit the like button right now on this video, and then I'll see you over in the chat for my survivor stream uh, my my survivor premiere